This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I'm Jamie Alex. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order to release. This week, we're uh, somehow still weird dudes. Uh, <laughs> still horny. This, uh, yeah, uh, as we watch Spine 349 in the Criterion Collection, mm-hmm. Noah Baumbach's Kicking and Screaming from 1995. But first, RJ, mm-hmm. uh, how do you feel to be on the other side of Roma? How horny are they? That's what I would uh, I would ask. That's a, that's a question always being asked every I mean, week on in the Criterion creeps but hey we saved park place mall oh well a lot of people were pretty concerned someone uh i don't i don't want to say the words on here but someone thought that that could be deemed terrorism <laughs> so it was uh, a, a a risky gambit to play uh to be sure yeah i i have a, a pretty premium robbie eagle coming soon i uh i forgot to post it this weekend i was busy but is, uh is it a wrap uh it's uh let me just say there is a connection is it, of sorts. Is it saucy? Define sauce. Sauce means something now, apparently. Oh. Like kids say sauce, and it, apparently it means something. Okay. Like, have you heard of drip? Like, yeah. Do you know what drip? I, I've, yeah. I don't know what it means, but I've heard of it. So you want drip is what I've learned. You want drip, but sauce is something else. Sauce is different. So I don't know if sauce well, is a good thing or not. I was saying it, and someone's like, I don't know if that means what you think it means. I know, I know um, wrestling announcer Jim Ross had barbecue sauce. Oh, where did he have this sauce? Online. He had, I think he had a like website. his own brand of sauce? Or yeah. he was just eating it and he his was own just sharing so- His own brand. It? Oh. Was it good? I don't know. Was it Jim Ross boss sauce? Boss I, Ross I, sauce? There might have been talking about the sauce's boss. This sauce is boss by Jim Ross. Yeah, look it up. JR's ba- barbecue. JR's barbecue. JR's barbecue. JR's barbecue.com. And more? Okay, JR's BBQ. There's it, Jim Ross. Inspired by Mama. Enjoyed by you. By you. Ooh, grill kit with family pack. Best sauces in town. Sauces, jerky, seasoning, holiday gifts. Let's check out. Let's shop the sauces, Jared. We got original barbecue sauce. We got hot barbecue. We got chipotle ketchup. We got mustard. And by golly, JR's got the all-purpose seasoning original sauce pack <laughs> with every one of them sauces in there. I can't believe we're giving all this away for free. Giving... They'll be calling. Jim, not us. Uh, They'll be calling me, soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's see what you can also while enjoying this sauce, you can read a copy of his uh, uh, autobiography uh, under the black hat. Oh, I'd like that. You know what else you can get on this site, Jared? You can get cutting boards, water bottles, Moscow mule cups, and you can pick one of two signed J.R. Ross Topps Chrome Legend cards. Oh, man. For uh, a discounted ten dollars. You can get one of these SmackDown tops cards, number thirty. Low, low price, ten dollars. Uh, so I just did a search because I was like, you know, this is this is some great podcast material. Is uh, of course looking up celebrity barbecue sauces, and I see there's actually a band called Celebrity Barbecue Sauce Band. Are they good? 
I have no idea. I didn't know the existence mm. of this moment. It's kind of an unfair question. And tr- truly uh, catching me off guard. I, I, since I just said I didn't know they existed until just now. Well, do you think they're good, though? Probably. Based on the name alone? No. Probably. I don't think they are, but... Mm. People can let me know. They can check it out from themselves. Ah, I've got a podcast to co-host. A what? We don't we do not do that here, Jared. We don't do that. So are you going to see Billy Zane this weekend? No, I'm not. Are you? I don't know. It's undecided. What? But I thought you I thought you already bought tickets and stuff. I could I could return those if need be. You could return those. So what, well, to what to, tic- to Billy Zane? <laughs> I don't I don't <laughs> have tickets to give see him, Billy Zane. You bought them from him and it's like now you're like, oh hey Bill Bill William Hey shitty Bill. William Zane. I can't I can't come. <laughs> can't come. I think he's an understanding guy. I doubt it. You you don't think so? No, people don't people don't like returns usually. Is that because he like? Is that because he fled the Titanic? Do you think? You think he was? Well, he's, whoa! What are you saying here? Well, in the film Titanic by James Cameron, Billy Zane was first on the boat. He didn't wait for the women or the children. Well, yeah, but he didn't sink the Titanic. I said fled the Titanic. Oh, okay. That's a key detail there, and that is a comment from a character on a podcast. Okay. Is what I think. So what are you doing, Jarrett? Why are you so busy? Why are you so hot all the time? Well, it's pretty... It's getting warm out there in the world. Um, Was it yesterday? Was the... um, Was it summer? Solstice? Solstice? Yeah. Uh, So we're at the peak. We were at the the summit of Mm -hmm. the year, and now it's all downhill back into darkness. Yeah. Yeah, longest day of the year, buddy. Longest day of the year. Mm-hmm. And now this is you know, the, this is tied for second longest day of the year. I'm assuming, probably. Yeah. And uh, winter solstice, shortest day of the year. Year and the, you know, few people check on the fall and spring events, but those are the equinoxes. You know about equal equinox, Jarrett? Well, I, I know about the equinox. What about Esquilax? You know about that, that guy? I don't want anything to do with that guy. No Esquilax. Well, equinox is uh, when the daytime and the nighttime. Is equal. Yeah. You see what they did there? Mm-hmm. Esquilax. You see? How about you, RJ? Are all your affairs uh, sorted? In, in order? In order. I mean, the ones that I know about. Okay. I'm sure, there are, I'm sure there are others in some format. Lurking. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, doing things. Chipping away at the garden there, Jarrett. <laughs> oh, or is the garden chipping away at you? Boy. How and let me tell you, yeah, yeah. We uh, I uh, we had summer fl- or spring flowers. I didn't know about. We had all these really nice flowers bloom. I was like, hey, those are nice. And then they all died. And I was like, what the shit, man? And Andrew's like, those are spring flowers. I was like, what does that mean? She's like, it means they're only here in spring. And I was like, oh. And and spring, we skip spring here. In but spring's like a week and a half here. So no, it wasn't though. We didn't even have it. Yeah. And then it finally rained. And then those spring things said, hey. And then they vanished. And then they and vanished. Like, oh. Yeah, it was real, real horseshit. You know, Al Gore was right with the climate change thing. You know what we see, how we see it here? It's just we have summer and we have winter. And there's no spring or fall. And it's real horseshit. You know uh, what I mean, Jerry? I, I believe what you meant to say there was winter and construction. 
<laughs> Man, you sure zinged him there, buddy. Yeah, bud. You sure you you sure zinged him on that one there, uh, bud. Ooh. Actually, though, it, it is nuts. I, like every street I turn down, it's like all torn up and there's a detour. And it's like whoa, every single street. It's it, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Doesn't make sense. What are we talking about? Yeah, so we're uh, doing some gardening. Oh. I, I gotta tell you, I had the we had the weirdest fucking experience at the drive-through the other day. Uh, so uh, we were at a wedding on Saturday, and uh, after the wedding, we went to McDonald's, you know, like you do, because uh, we just wanted, you know, a little double double chi to uh, settle the stomach at we, nighttime. We, yeah, I, I, I should mention the Andrea did not uh, partake, but ah. uh, she was in the car with me, so she she had no choice. She's other she's, than cul- to, uh, she's culpable. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we pull up to the drive-through, and uh, this all we heard was, "Hi," <laughs> and I went, "Hello," and they're like, "Yeah." So they didn't refer to themselves as a uh, product specialist like they do now at A and W. No, no, there was uh, not even a sandwich artist for that matter. It was just hi, and I went, "Hello," yeah. and they went, "Yep," and I went, "Uh, can I get one of these?" And she went. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was the entire interaction. I pulled up and she went, yep. And like, I, I think I'm putting even too much enthusiasm on, on it. It was it was less than that even. And then uh, she went, okay. And uh, we got our food and Andrew's like, is that going to be okay to eat? And I was like, I don't know. I was yeah, like, this lady. Well, she didn't make it. No, but I feel like her enthusiasm would be in- infectious. You know what I mean? Right. Anyways, it was a strange experience, um, to say the least. So, I don't know. That's all I got. But I mean, that's that's what you get. Hi. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you want to hear something else? I had a coworker who uh, tried to go to Popeyes this week, and um, they went up to the drive-through. And so we talk about Popeyes a lot. People know I like Popeyes, and that uh, they pulled up, and this was at like eleven thirty or so. Uh, a.m. or p.m. a.m. a.m. So just uh, just at the start of the lunch rush. Yeah. Uh, when would you say the lunch rush starts? Eleven. Oh no. Uh, probably like eleven fifty. Okay, so eleven thirty should have been just before the yeah. rush, right? Yeah. So uh, they uh, he pulls up and he's like, "Hi, uh, can I get one of these or whatever, like a chicken sandwich?" And they're like, "Oh, just so you know, we don't have chicken sandwiches. They'll be ready in about three hours." And he went, excuse Whoa. me? <laughs> I call that trouble. <laughs> he, went, he went, excuse me? And they're like, yeah, we don't have them right now, but uh, about three hours, they'll be okay. And uh, he's like, uh, and they're like, we got nuggets. You want nuggets? <laughs> he's like, uh, no thanks. And he just drove through yeah. and went and got something else. Yeah. It's pretty wild, Jeez. though. That's uh, that's tough. I wonder if it's uh, they didn't have uh, chicken on hand or they were waiting for it to... I mean, you don't have to wait for it to thaw because you're, you're. Yeah, you deep fry that. I'm sure yeah, they're they frozen loaf breaks. I'm not sure if they're like frozen chicken fillets or whatever they're breaded, or if they do them to order. Because maybe they were just out of chicken. Maybe they were out. Yeah, maybe someone. Maybe it is fresh. Maybe and, uh... maybe uh, your friend at McDonald's also uh, works there, and they just they they enthuse themselves into forgetting to put put Take... some marination in that chicken and keep it going. Keep, keep the flow. Keep the rhythm. 
It is entirely, entirely possible. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Popeyes is good. I, I just heard that, and I, I was just like, oh, shit. I was like, they were out of chicken? Or out of chicken sandwiches? I was like, that's pretty wild. Yeah. So I just thought I'd share that with you. Okay. Yeah. Have you had any fast food experiences lately? Uh, the only one that came to mind was uh, the A&W drive-thru. And so what did they say? They the, said... The, it, was a, it, was a, it was a young... Uh, fellow, lad, a lad, uh, working probably maybe his first job, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently now A and W thinks that uh, it's it's a good idea to really further uh, demean their staff by having them say, mm-hmm. "Hello, my name, it's like, my name is Taylor. I will be your product specialist today." <laughs> it's like you thought you mean that kid on the drive, <laughs> the drive through kid. It's like okay, it's like no. You're like why? Why do we have? To, why do we have to do this? It's like I don't care. It's like I know you. I know you're embarrassed. It's fine. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Also, that's, that's I'd, so I'd, I'd, I'd be fine with. Hey, hey. As long as the order, if they get the order right and they're quick, who cares? I mean, the order was right. There you go. And yeah, you got, and you got your food like in a reasonable amount of time. It, yeah, it was like two minutes, maybe. Like it was at night, right? Yeah, we, we, so, so not bad. So, so they probably made it fresh. Yep, I hope. That's all, that's, hope. that's all you could hope for. Yeah, I, I don't need someone to re- uh, give me their name, refer to themselves. <laughs> Product as specialist. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Krusty's. <laughs> Very uh, interested. Uh, I didn't. I didn't realize you were serious. You know, I I like A and W, but I think everything they do is horseshit. It's annoying. I know everything. Yeah. Like I hate you. You, I hate... you want antibiotics coursing through your cows. Yeah, I, no. I've said this many times. That they're like, no antibiotics in our beef. It's like, so you just got sick-ass cows? It's just like, it's like you don't have to like pump them through, full of like artificial hormones. It's like, but you can give them medicine. They get sick too. Do you think that at some point they made a, uh, there's like cost-benefit analysis where it's like, well, you know, for the number of cows that die, it actually is cheaper than it is for the medicine. I mean, I mean folks are just going to be eating them anyway. I mean that could be what it is, but like and some they call of the people medicine, folks, folks, folks going to eat them anyway. Some of that medicine is like you just like spray their back with basically like sunscreen so that the flies don't eat I'm them, so, and that's, that's just making their life better. Well, well, RJ, let me tell you, that's a luxury we can no longer afford. And let me tell you, the the the, the consumer is just not—they want savings in their pocket. And uh, that's why uh, our product specialists will uh, attend to them and tell them why we don't have ice and or pop anymore. And that's not even to begin with the stakeholder. Oh, or the steak. <laughs> steak. Oh, we, well, that's a product that we're not looking at. Remember when we had milkshakes? Uh, I remember milkshakes. Chubby chicken, just boiled ass chicken. Yeah. I remember whistle dogs. Whistle dogs are the best. Yeah. I, I'm so frustrated with A&W that they got rid of the best item on the menu. And now their pops don't have ice. They say no more ice. And I don't actually straws. care about uh, this. Is all this is yeah. all old hat. I think I yeah. think we've uh, we've done the nice. the cycle. But I all mean, right, when, well, when you go in there, though, gonna... when you go in there, they got uh-huh. those the the, the metal tr- mug. the metal tray, mm-hmm. the little the the fake little fry basket. That's that's nice. It makes it feel like you're working there. Do you think uh, those uh, product specialists have to hose those down every time <laughs> and be verbally abused? Yeah. I want my fries in a cup, goddammit. Did I ever tell you about the, the angry man? No. Uh, at AW? This is like back uh, 
back when masks were a thing. And uh, this guy was not taking any part in masks and like mm-hmm. to like to park in handicapped parking spots when he rolls in because he doesn't care about your rules and um oh, yeah, yeah. and then uh or orders his hamburger and then is real real pissed off when he they did just like make it a combo despite being asked and they've, they've uh. actually followed him to and they expected uh a free like the free drink or whatever it was that he didn't order and he was told no mm-hmm. no you're not getting that and he's like i love this bullshit i'm sick of this shit <laughs> you're like, what like, like this, this sick of this shit spoiling for a fight just looking looking for an opportunity and it's like well yeah go off and into the world to the wilderness back to the farm and uh unbelievable stew unbelievable i saw a thing on the internet today on the uh, internet per- the internet Someone went into Dunkin' Donuts and ordered like a Starbucks drink, and they're like, "We don't serve that here." And they're like, "What the?" F-? They're like, "Enough of this horse shit." They're like, "Give me what I want." It's the same with the burger guy. Give me a free soda. Give it. I, to me. I ordered it. <laughs> I oh, I ordered it. You may not have heard, but I ordered it. No. By golly, just with the side of Jr. Barbecue sauce. Well, I actually we're, we're talking about fast food here on this. Uh, fast food podcast mm-hmm. um there there was a very upsetting uh, incident uh, recently at the, the the comic store where uh-huh. um, uh, some some dinner got picked up from uh, one taco time uh-oh and uh, there's you know four individuals you know mm-hmm. uh, sauce lovers all we all mm-hmm. want we all want that hot sauce and of course it's like well ballpark is like, okay I, I probably eat an unusual amount of hot sauce compared to the the average user, but, probably, but but not by that much, I don't think. So they're like, so we kind of guesstimated. It's like, okay, there's four of us. How much hot sauce do we need? It's like, yeah, probably like you know, fifteen mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. Split between four people, mm-hmm. and uh, so our our guy. The guy went and go go to pick it up and uh, replace the order and pick it up, and of course when asked. Oh, you like any hot sauce? Which, of course, is like, come on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, can I get, like, uh, 15 of those? <laughs> Flat out told him, you're not getting 15. How many did they give you? I, I believe it was 10, which is bullshit. But you had four meals, right? Yes. So it's just like, it's like we had four meals. So you get less sauce the more you order. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I, I think I told you that one time I was like... I was like, brother, hook me up with a whole lot of sauce. Mm-hmm. I had like two meals, and I think I got ten hot sauces on right? that on that game. Exactly, exactly. So That's I not, guess ten I is mean, just the it's, number. It's not my fault that they put it into such small little containers, and they have to give me ten. It's like you know, maybe these give give us a you know, like a a large fountain drink size of it. Well, I mean, if they bring back the free pump, maybe with a kick pedal, so you can just, you know what I mean? And then no one has to touch it. Well, I haven't been to that Northside location to see if they've introduced the uh, kick pump. But uh, Mm. I I wonder if uh, that's just a thing of the past. And now now they control the sauce. I mean, it would make more sense fiscally for them to control the sauce, but fiscally. Right. You know about fiscal affairs? I do. So anyway, uh, the outrageous the, the, this, uh, this this fellow returned to the store uh, defeated, and old man did he hear about it for 
for for weeks saying you gotta mm-hmm. stand up for yourself you, you fucking grab that that product specialist by the collar you tell them you demand <laughs> you say listen fella i got yeah. four orders yeah. four sauces a piece i'm entitled to 16 sauces yeah. i'm you're lucky I, I'm, I, I'm being I i'm being re- i'm being reasonable here i'm only asking yeah. for 15 say so i'm only asking what's in what's entitled to me yeah. friendo yeah it's reach from under the uh the plastic sheet that hangs from the ceiling still <laughs> that'll protect you from the airborne virus let me tell you well potentially the sauce will this yeah well the sauce i mean the sauce would protect you for it's, sure it's pure surely yeah surely it burns it away so nothing but disappointment in the fast food world well, the, well this the, week, the, eh? the uh that guy redeemed himself because next time we went to another location, he got what he asked. He didn't hear. He didn't, he didn't get uh, incessantly harassed. All the sauce. All the sauce. This actually, I believe, this did lead to uh, some some tweet exchanges from um, from one of the aggrieved parties. Not me. With Taco Time Incorporated. Yeah. So it, did there they ask, some, is there a the, limit the, to the, the sauce the, you can the, get? There, there was some adding, I think. Wow, wow, unbelievable! I'm gonna look this up. Okay, you go dig. Taco time. Yeah, you, you do that. I'm going to read some emails. Yeah, read some females. We don't got too many. Turns, That's fine. I, I think um, the hot, hot summer, people are going to be a little bit more occupied. Living life. Going to get okay. going to get ice cream cones on a Wednesday, you know? I think that's... Oh, beautiful. That, that's what I would be doing. But instead, I'm here with uh, old shitty, shitty Bill and RJ. Um, was, uh, was it potentially La Minang? Asked for two more hot sauce because our others didn't get any. The other guy ch- chided the newbie, more hot sauce. Looks like all of the complaints are about hot sauce. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anyways, uh, continue. I'll, That's I'll find see, it. people just don't, they don't, they don't get it. They, they hear us talk about it. It's like, no, no, no. The, the food is inedible without it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will I will find the one, but yeah, it looks like uh, there there's some others in here, but the very first complaint I read was about hot sauce. <laughs> so, no, no, anyway, let me know when you find it. it's like I found human feces in my burrito. <laughs> well, how they do, do you know? Serve, how do you know? They do serve E grade meat that has been confirmed. Hell yeah, E grade baby. Well, it's like reverse alphabet. E's good. Um. He's, well, there well, are, there's four better, other letters before there. I know, but A is the worst. You don't want A. That's the worst when it's reversed. He's not uh, the best, but, I mean, maybe it's a new alphabet, and he's the first letter. You don't want the D grade? I'm a, I'm a product specialist, RJ. I see. Much like Justin Peterson oh, with an baby. email titled, Where is Springfield Anyway? Uh, In Creepsville, USA. Hello, Jared and RJ. What's oh. happening? Huh? Look at that. All caps. The oh, dear. Hello. Multiple L's, multiple O's. Well, after a couple of weeks of craziness to start the summer, things have finally chilled out. Too bad I can't say the same about the weather as the daily highs peak into the mid-90s. Ugh. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Summer, am I right? How hot is it? Mid-90s. Oh, okay. So my middle son, Tanner, has recently become interested in watching The Simpsons. And I've joined him in watching season one on Disney+. Plus. I've seen some of the episodes, but I have a bunch to catch up on since that was the one show my parents said I was not allowed to watch. Yeah. God. Yeah. 
yeah, there's a lot of those guys. That's that's child abuse, RJ. There's a lot of those guys. It's not that's, good. That's disgusting. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Got any tips on what to look out for as we watch through season one? And were you fans of the movie? Well, I, I feel like I was watching season one of The Simpsons when I was six or seven, seven years old with mm-hmm. parental accompaniment. And uh, there was times where it was a little dicey. You know, they're like, well, I don't know. That seems a little a little hard, you know, for the kids. But really, I got through it, you know, because it, it was also on, I think they, it was at 7 p.m. On like a Tuesday or Thursday or something like that when it was on. So I was like, when I was, you're, when you're a little kid, you're kind of being forced to go to bed early because you need your I don't know, 11 hours of sleep. Or yeah. maybe I was just that much of a pain in the ass. I'm not sure. I mean, and probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I watched it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, season one's some, there's some growing pains. The, the animation's pretty rough, but I think. Uh, Pretty, for the most part, on rewatch, it's not too bad. And then uh, yeah. you, you get through uh, season two, and then you're off and running in love and life from three through seven, and then eight, eight, nine are okay. And then after ten, nine, ten, there's ten, a dip. Ten is what have you. And uh, yeah, the yeah. movie uh, never really crazy about that. I yeah. saw I saw it in bits and pieces. Never saw it in theater. Never watched it yeah. from start to finish. Uh, I did watch it in theaters. Uh, it came out when I was in high school. Me and a bunch of dudes went, and we uh, we went and got the the Seven Eleven Homer donuts beforehand. Oh, I, I I did have one of those. At one yeah, point. yeah. So we got those bad boys. Not, the movie. not great. No, well, Seven Eleven food um, in general has some. Uh, it's about some it's, bumps in the road. It's as, <laughs> I know it's about convenience, as advertised. As advertised. But you know what? Sometimes you just want some highway sushi. Highway sushi, or as I've mentioned, my friend, you get the uh, you get the hot dog, you get the slurpy cup, fill it up with chili, or the taquitos, and you dunk it right in that yeah. cup. <laughs> what, you remember those uh, photos I, I sent you in Sugarhead? Yeah, those, I do remember those those, those, I, those chili dog, chili cheese dogs. I think uh, Sugarhead described it as a war crime. I think, pretend- you, yeah, an atrocity of some sort, or a hate crime, even. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a big deal. Seven Eleven chili. It's, it is it is self harm. That's right. it is self harm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember watching the movie and being like, yeah. But uh, Jared and I have talked about Simpsons a lot. Like uh, I do think one to eight or one to nine, I think is just top quality stuff. And then after nine is like, there's still some good ones, but fewer and far between. You know what I mean, Jared? Mm-hmm. Update: Someone from Utah was charged for ten cents for easy lettuce, and they asked Taco Time. Not really sure what easy lettuce is or easy cheese. I'm not really sure why I'm being charged for it. And Taco Time said, uh, "Time to loop in our field team. Send us a DM and an address. We'll get back to you." Oh shit! <laughs> they'll mail, they'll mail you some. They're, I don't know. They're uh, they're gonna go see what ten cents of easy lettuce is gonna get you. And the person specified this said we didn't get extra lettuce. We don't know what easy lettuce is. Mm-hmm. So said we we we'd like to know. We'd like to know. Well, what else is Justin Peterson up to? Well, he's got a movie question of the week. I ah. recently was contractually obligated to watch mm-hmm. Hail Caesar again for my podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, RJ, 
you you mm. love it. You're loving it. So, what is George Clooney's best movie? Oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, Justin has up in the air as his underrated pick. So, we, I don't, <laughs> does anyone talk about George Clooney anymore? No, I I feel like people didn't even really talk about George Clooney uh, when George Clooney was around. Oh, Do you know they what I mean? they really did though. That that dude did was they? there. Yeah, what? What are you talking about? Okay. Well, I mean, okay, so there's the Oceans movies. There's... ER. <laughs> ER. I mean, ER was big. Batman and Robin. Um, Yeah, I'm going to stick remember, with Old Brother. Remember how he said that he'd uh, refund people their movie ticket prices for Batman and Robin? Remember that? You think he made good on that? I don't know if he still does. I'm not... Son of a bitch. Because that's like, what, 1997? Jeez. Jeez. That was... Uh, yeah, we had uh, From Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. We had that little Caesar, the, the or we call it the, the the Bellagio, the big Caesar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm aware of that one. Yeah, I'm aware. Uh, he's in a lot of stuff. Hey? Out, out of sight. Remember that Leatherheads? Do you remember Leatherheads, Jared? Remember Three Kings? Oh, I remember Three Three Kings. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Oh, I remember. You, you you listen to that soundtrack of Three Kings? Yeah. No. <laughs> Did you? No. Oh, oh! I see what you're doing there. I yeah. see what you're doing. Yeah, I'm gonna say, oh brother. I know Jarrett's a big Ocean's Twelve guy. I believe. Uh, what does George Clooney's character say? It seems Dan. I think. Dapper Dan. Dapper. What's the name of his? That's the, uh, the, the pomade. The, the, the pomade. He's like, yeah. We're in a tight spot. <laughs> Dan, we're in a tight spot. Yeah, he's incredible in that movie. He Uli- well, yeah. Well, how could we forget? Ulysses. Dapper Dan, man. Ulysses. Ulysses. Yeah. Ulysses. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's incredible. It's okay. Clooney's good. It's okay. Totoro's good. That John is, Goodman that, is good. That, that is a, a real 7 out of 10. 700 out of 10. Oh, 7-11. You got me. Hey, remember, remember to welcome to Collinwood? Uh, I remember the name. I don't know. I can't remember if I've seen that movie. I, I, I can't remember if you also watched that, because that was a uh, Creep Companion with that uh, Italian... Um, Companion to what? The heist movie. Oh no! You, only you watched that. Okay. That's the Russo brothers. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it was that that uh, Italian the whole movie. Dupa dupa dupa. Yeah, that one? that's the one. You know dupa dupa. Well, because yeah, there's like the other one, re- the other remake, Crackers from 1984. Right. That right. I barely watched, and that was oh, a big deal on Madonna Street. Yeah. Du- I was pretty close with the dupa dupa dupa. Don't that you was, think? That was some. Uh, Three star action right there. Uh, yeah, it was a movie that played. Um, intoler- intolerable cruelty is not good at all. Yeah, but what? What actually? It's been a while since I watched it, but uh, Good Night and Good Luck, directed by him as well, was actually really good. I got a. Do you remember those DVDs I showed you that I bought in China? <laughs> I posted one on Instagram where it was like the DVD for The Godfather, but like the. Dis- or like the Last Samurai, but the description on the back was about like a horny businessman or something like that. Um, I got Good Night and Good Luck from a, a DVD in China. I owned it for 16 years, yeah. and I never watched it a single time. Well, you know what? Any time's good. You can check it out. <laughs> Just a little good night, a little good luck, Derry. Oh. oh, foodie question. 
The other night, I decided to enjoy some soda pop from one of those fountain drink machines that has all the different flavors. So I enjoyed some cherry Coke mixed with lime Coke. Are there any soda drink combinations that you recommend? And what would you call it when you put a little of everything in your cup as a kid? Uh, we used to call them suicides. And now and nowadays, I'm thinking that name was way too morbid for just mixing a bunch of soda together. Oh, it's swamp water. Swamp water. Yeah, swamp water, swill bucket, yeah. uh, garbage pail, anything like that, uh, I think would fit, right? Uh, I never mixed Slurpees. I would mix. I've n- never mixed sodas. No, not even it, not, not even a little bit as a kid. Uh, I mean, back, probably back as when a kid, you but... when you had the power in your hands, but much like the the hot sauce, they've taken it away from us. So uh, Jacob on January tweeted, "When will you let people buy your hot sauce? I can't live without it." And Taco Time said, "Thanks for reaching out, Jacob." While we currently aren't set up for customer sales, individually owned locations are able to sell bottles, depending on inventory. We recommend reaching out to your local store and seeing if there's something they can do for you. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, RJ, the sauce is boss. Sauce is king. Mm -hmm. Um, And we should let it drip everywhere. See what he did there, guys? He brought it back. He brought Mm -hmm. it back to what we were talking about earlier. That's good. That's good. That's all for now, and I am looking forward to hearing you guys talk even more about this chatty little movie from Noah Baumbach coming up. Yours in creeping, Big J Money Peterson. Oh, I like that he's rebranded. That's good. That works. Mm-hmm. That's good. Good good to hear from him. That's right. I want to hear from Robert Eagle. Holy cow. R.O. Beagle mm-hmm. coming in hot. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with an email titled Beagles in the House. <laughs> nice. Uh, <clears throat> my God. Mm-hmm. Yo, homies. <laughs> okay. And a big shout out to Ma Caucasian, Oliver oh, dear. Ranger. Oh, dear. Who incidentally was a da OG decades <laughs> before folks even thought about saying OG. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Oliver, for giving me a shout out in Duck Creeps new and I'm guessing <laughs> temporary intro. I it sure boosted my street cred here in Borkshire. I hope so. I hope I hope uh, R O Beagle's playing it through speakers, uh, just rolling through the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking about uh, blowing up Park Place Mall. Talking about squirting and such. Something like that too. Yeah. No. Something like that. From Oliver's recent emails, he's in the UK this week. I hope he isn't. I hope he's here (laughs) next week and has a wonderful Mm. time because there's presently a national rail strike here. So I hope Oliver's trip won't be marred by that. During Mm. my London days, I met a lot of Aussies and Kiwis. Seemed to me there was a similar correlation between the Antipodians and Canadians and Yanks. Mm-hmm. Seem to me New Zealanders are a more polite and less obnoxious version of Australians. Is that true? Do tell, homies. <laughs> I've lately been delving into New Zealand culture, especially the New Zealand animated series Foot Rot Flats. Oh. I, I like it. Quality animation and well-written, even though the series seems to have the same opinion of English people as held by certain residents of Utah. Mm-hmm. Jarrett, you're an animation guy. Have you seen this? Well, creeps, that's all for now. Regards, R.O. 
beagle beautiful beautiful uh yeah i liked uh, his shout out too and uh as i said earlier there's a uh, there's some uh follow-up content coming soon is, i don't know if uh, this is what uh he sent me i'll send it your way uh you can confirm it's likely the same maybe uh, nope 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 but i will uh I, I won't send it to you because i will um i'll let that be a little surprise oh a surprise for, for me for you as well yeah, yeah. I'll, do, I'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow uh yeah so rob sent me a link to this show called foot rot, rot flats rugby scene and i don't know i i found the animation like really ugly okay um i don't know and i i, I put it on the clip and i have no idea what they're talking about yeah well, people forget, people forget that jared is incredibly picky so this is uh, probably don't send him any recommendations even if you think he'd like it he, just the recommendation alone will make him dislike it. Not intentionally. Oh, it's just okay. that's how he's designed. So, so today at, at the the shop, uh, yeah. Before we opened, uh, Bobby and Dylan were talking about the Obi Wan show that apparently just mm. finished up this week, mm-hmm. and uh, they seemed really happy about it and like were really sure. like, oh, it's really good, blah blah blah. And I'm like, and I was like, yeah, you guys can talk about it all you want. I haven't watched it, but. I'm, I'm I don't care about like spoilers because uh, mm. who knows when I'll get around to watching it. I won't even probably yeah. remember. And people I, I mean, listening to this probably do care though. Well, I'm not. Well, I'm not saying anything about it because like oh, again, okay. I, I was only half paying attention because I'm like right. I was just like kind of curious so I could follow along about their excitement. And I was like, yeah, oh. yeah. like oh that's cool. And I mean, I couldn't even repeat what it was, but yeah. but like five minutes later, one of the first customers in the in the door was like, oh, you watch uh, that Obi Wan show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Dylan's like, yeah, it was great. They're like, I just, I don't love Star Wars anymore. <laughs> so it's like, why would you? Because bring... of Obi Wan? I or yeah. just in general? I don't know. But it's like, what? Why are you even talking about it? I guess like you're looking for people to bond with over your hatred of this. I don't know. I don't know. I have a podcast, you know, and I, I guess I get a bitch about things. But to anyone that comes here is here to show up about it. Uh, and they've, they've signed on for this, but mm-hmm. I don't go out of my way to like, Hey, did you watch that trailer? It's like, no, I, I don't do that. I, I... You don't watch trailers. What about with the sound off? Oh, I, I know I do watch trailers, but I don't oh. go to, uh, Shows. businesses and say, Hey, did you watch? I don't know. Oh, I see. So when you were in Taco Time, you didn't ask them if they were uh, on board with uh, the new um, Naomi show? Which is that not already been canceled? Well, yeah, but I mean, they still might maybe had an opinion on it. No, my, the, the most awkward one is when someone comes in and they ask you if you've seen something and you go, no. And then they like lean over and they start pulling it up on their phone. And I go, no, <laughs> like, I'm not going to be held captive by your like wanting to watch like something i guarantee is going to be shitty come here i gotta show you something come here trick this trick this up watch it just watch it it's like no say don't don't worry it's not long it's only seven minutes but these are people like you don't even know yeah i know know. (laughs) like i will if people on the show send stuff in i will watch it but yeah but this is a different thing (laughs) they're just like i'm like i'm at work i well i know I know. I hate that too. When people are like, uh, "Hey," it's like, "Don't worry, it's not long. It's like eight minutes, <laughs> yeah. nine at most, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're gonna love this." And then it starts, and 
they just keep going. Don't worry, it's a, it's it's about to get the good part. It's, it's really good. <laughs> it's about to get it's about to get really good. Can wait, you feel it yet? Wait, wait for it. Wait for Can you it feel yet. it? Yeah. yeah. And then they're getting notifications on their phone. Yeah, and they're like, oh, sorry, sorry, hold on. And then in the screen's too dim. Oh, sorry, sorry, hold on. Yeah, it's rough out there. Much like George, who had an incident at Taco Time. He said, hey, Taco Time, apparently your customer service people at the location in Spokane hate their customers. I had the cashier write Gordo instead of my name, George. Now I know enough Now I know enough Spanish to, to know when I'm being called a fat ass. I'm pissed. Very pissed. Is what George said. Wow. I don't think Gordo means fat in Spanish. I think Lardo would, but... <laughs> I don't think Gordo would. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, Gordo to English is fat. Is fat. Oh. <laughs> it is, in fact, what it is. Oh, okay. Well, so he, he's got a point, I guess. They called him a Gordo. Maybe the guy's, they think the guy's cool. And it could like, have been like, hey, hey Gordo. G- Gordo. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's what I would have thought. Well, I don't know if people noticed because they couldn't see, literally. But I'm doing, little, guns? doing little finger guns. Gordo, hey buddy. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would think. That's right. But life's full of disappointments. Yeah. Um, much like seeing that Lawrence is written in. Oh. <laughs> oh no. With an email entitled Triton. <laughs> what about tri- oh tripe? Tr- Triton. <laughs> oh, that too, I guess. Hey, creeps. Yeah. Yeah, I've eaten tripe. Oh. As was discussed in the May Harryhausen Super Subscriber Special. Oh, so gross. It wasn't a birthday cake Oreos good, but <laughs> ne- but neither was it Loveland trash rummaging bad. Hey, you, if, if it tasted are... that bad, he wouldn't be eating it. Uh, I mean, I disagree a little bit. Sometimes things one... taste incredibly bad and people go, eh. Well, at least it's at the top of the can rather than the bottom of the can, you know what I'm saying? It, it was just on the plate, real nice, on what, the top of the garbage. What? A bite. A bite was missing. <laughs> a bite, maybe two. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't on a plate. The point is, he only had a little bit, right? That's all it was. It was just an average Vietnamese dish that happened to include chewy cow stomach. Uh, it just so happened. Just that happened Tra- to be there. Translucent. There was no way to know, right? There All was no told, way to know. I'd eat it a hundred times over rather than have one taste of these. And I will send this to RJ. This is a photograph. Whoo, boy. <laughs> uh, so we got a uh, craft, like KD, macaroni and cheese gummies. This is gummy candy. It says artificially flavored. I gotta ask you, Jared. Is it cheese flavored? Uh, yeah, I uh, assume, right? No, this can't, this, this can't be. This can't be the thing. This can't be a thing. I mean, it, it might be. There's we have cotton candy flavored mac and cheese. Why would we not have just oh, full you, on what mac is, and cheese? What do you candy? mean? Have you not seen the cotton candy mac and cheese? We talked about this. Katie's got those flavor boosters now where it's like you oh, rip okay. open the bag and it's like it makes oh. your mac and cheese taste like cotton candy. Okay. That's still horrible, but. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck is this? But yeah, candy mac and cheese. Oh, no. These can't be real things. I don't even want to know. Van, Van Leeuwen Kraft Macaroni and Cheese French Ice Cream. 
Uh, I mean, some people do eat cheese ice cream. I have heard of that. Some Shut some crazy up, bastards man. are putting balsamic vinegar in their fucking carbonated water. Sugarhead's gonna do it. Van Leeuwen, yeah. I mean, this looks this looks totally real to me. I bet that's real. I I mean, I this I think is it's apparently gross, but this I, is from uh, WAGM TV. Yeah, I think it's gross. I wouldn't like it, but uh, I do think it's real. <laughs> It's like that obsession people have with like bacon. It's like bacon ice cream, bacon on donuts, bacon on your ass, and you're just like <laughs> epic, epic bacon, epic bacon right in your butt, and you're like, yeah, I get it. I like bacon too, but like, stop putting it on everything. Mm. Just like mac and cheese, I like that too, but it doesn't have to be everything, everywhere, all at once. Lawrence concludes. Oh God, fucking capitalism. Anyway, keep on creeping on. Your Beautiful. pal, Lawrence. I wouldn't go that far. No, Sharon, gummy candy mac and cheese. Unbelievable. That's some uh, easy lettuce, if you ask me. Hmm. See mm-hmm. how I brought that back that, there? That, that 10 cents. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not cool. Not cool. Yeah. Well, that's it for emails. Oh, really? No, No love this week. No love? Well, that's okay. We've read a lot of uh, Taco Time's customer service reports. Is there any other uh, hot hot uh, developments in that uh, domain? I haven't seen anything noticeable. Someone just said, are you going to bring back the location at the Pentagon? <laughs> and uh, I don't know if that's serious or not. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I hope it is. That'd be, that'd be pretty. I mean, maybe during the Trump presidency, he's like, we're going to have a Taco Time. In a Pentagon. No, it's just a lot of people sending pictures of, like, the taco or burrito they get, and they're like, I can't believe this is eight bucks. And people will be like, or in taco time, will be like, we're going to loop in our field team. And it's just like, dude, do you not know what taco time is? Like, don't go buy a taco there and then send a picture of exactly what you paid for and being, like, unbelievable. Because all the pictures they're showing, it's like, yeah, that's what taco time is. I've eaten there before. I know exactly what it looks like. Look, what are you complaining about? So I'm going to um, retweet. Um, oh. Actually, I can quote. I'm going to undo that retweet. I'm going to quote tweet. Where, You're quote tweeting? Where it all began. So people know. So the Leopard Historical Society, they tweeted out uh, a photo uh, someone shared with them, Margaret Roberts, of the mm-hmm. first taco time in Canada. On Marymount oh. Drive, which is now the the Kingsman Pub, whatever it's called. I think I did see that actually, but I I skimmed right past it. So people know. I mean, we're, we're gonna get that endorsement uh, one way or another. First Taco Time in Canada, twelve. God damn. Oh. God damn. Let's see. Uh, so there's some quote tweets. There's some retweets. Let's see what the quote tweets are all about. Just yours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really. It says it says there's three. But yours is the only one. Fucking lion-ass Twitter. Yeah, or those people uh, have limited accounts and they retweet for five people that can see it. Yeah. I bet Taco Time's going to be in on this. No. We got a new endorsement coming our way. I hope so. Much like our other endorsement. No. That we're not going to talk about tonight. Come on, (laughs) Anne-Marie. We're waiting. Ghosting. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> Probably seeing how much it's worth. Anyways, that's okay, because you know what? Maybe uh, maybe we're done emails. Maybe we'll finish it with enough time for you to go get some taco time. Ooh, 
Ooh, don't mind if I do. You know what I mean? See, see you later. <laughs> Bye. RJ, what you been creeping on this week? Uh, zero. Zero, huh? Cool. Zero. Well, I did watch. Me too. Um, Me too. Uh, actually, Andy and I have been watching TV. We're uh, we're watching the new season of Atlanta. It's uh, very uh, Jordan Peele this uh, this season. Ah, uh, well, I'm I'm more here for Jordan Peterson. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, want, uh, I want that season of Atlanta. I'm sure someone's gonna audio uh, get that uh, that sound clip, <laughs> and uh, that is uh, not my voice. I can say I'm not gonna say whose voice it is, but I can definitely say it's not mine. Uh, we were watching that, and we're also watching. Uh, you'd probably be interested in this. Uh, Under the banner of heaven. Oh, you, you familiar with is this? That, is that now available in Canada? Because I. It's on the one thing you don't subscribe to. Apple TV. Disney Plus. Oh. I thought you got rid of Disney. No, I uh, I have access to that. I guess. Okay, it's on Disney Plus, but I, it's I, not I, I subbed. I subbed. It's uh, it's only it's four episodes in out of like I think it's gonna be six or seven. I, I went looking this. I, was, I went to look up where this was because I had no idea it exists because I've read the yeah. book. That the Crack is, Hour book. Yeah, I've read the yeah. book. I, re- I uh, back when I read words, mm-hmm. you know, when you knew how to read. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I've never read the book, but uh, I do really like Crack Hour. I think um, my favorite piece of info to give people when we're in montana is do you know missoula is the rape capital of america and everyone goes everyone goes oh rj everyone goes what (laughs) say it's a crack hour book look it up you're that you're that guy in the onion article talking with john lennon (laughs) look it up you ignorant sluts wow is what that guy that said about john lennon that's that's what rj said so, anyways, uh, we're watching that, and it's good. It's good. It's uh, I'd be interested to see. Does the book have like um pieces of like Mormon history as well? Yes. To, like, yes it oh, does. as a backdrop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there is like reenactment stuff in this, and uh, it is like I understand why it's there because like during the interviews with people, they talk about like certain things about like Mormon heritage, so it's like intertwined in there. But uh, I, I I wonder how much of this is uh, elaborated because there is a bumper at the end of every episode where it's like although this is based on true events, individual conversations have been uh, uh, are fictitious or something like that or have been dramatized. Oh yeah, I'm sure that there's like tele- which I like yeah yeah there's certain uh, things that they'll um, TV up. Yes, yeah, which is uh, you know par for the course. But uh, your boy Andrew Garfield's in it. He's my, the, uh, the lead. My Spider Man. Your Spider Man. Yeah, with the quaff. He's the uh, lead Mormon detective on the case. So, uh, no, it's a good show. I think uh, I'd say for I mean, if you're interested, I'd say wait another two weeks and then it'll actually be done airing. And because it's week by week, they're putting it out. But uh, like it so far. It's pretty decent so far, Jer. Yeah. Uh, in our off week, I didn't tell you, I played uh, in entirety Super Mario Galaxy. Woo! I played a video game, Jared. Yeah? Uh, what's the, what, what's what's that about? It was fun. What, what, what happens in it? Oh, you're Mario, and you go planet to planet. Oh, you shit. You go, woo! Yahoo! Yahoo! So that was cool. Cool. What, 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 else, is, <laughs> what else are you going to video game up? Uh, well, I got Mario Galaxy 2 lined up. So I, I got to get into that yeah. next. I figure it just well, I mean, through. I mean, I mean, I guess you're uh, almost uh, free for the summer. 
Almost. Well, not quite. I have uh, some obligations for July, uh, which uh, I'll tell you about afterwards. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I uh, I'm gonna do Mario. My idea is to do Mario Galaxy two. Just since it's fresh, rip through, and then I'll roll into something else. You know. Mm-hmm. Seems right. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's it for me. What have you been creeping on, Jared? Well, uh, nothing. <laughs> Good. Moving on. Uh, yeah, I mean. I was inspired by kicking and screaming, uh, by uh, one particular sound track choice, where I went, I've heard this song before, and I was like, where did I hear this from? And I went, oh, it's from the movie Kingpin. Mm, which song was it? Oh, uh, it's the Freddie Johnson song, who also did all the... Um, Can you hum it for me? Uh, it's the song at the very end. Can you hum it for me? Uh, no. <laughs> Can you demonstrate for me what that song sounded like? No, no, in no, some no. ways, it's, it's uh, the song "Bad Your Reputation." Oh, you know what's weird? Uh, that was just in a show we were just watching too. Yeah, Freddie Johnson, who also yeah, did yeah. All, who did all the music for uh, in Kingpin. And there's an there's also another weird connection which we'll get to when we actually talk about kicking and screaming. Oh, that's okay. So. Okay, wait. I, I for a second I was just like, we just watched a movie with that, and then I realized it's fucking kicking and screaming. <laughs> I know you were saying we that, just but... watched a movie. It's like I like I was just like I was like we just did that, and we I, I was like I I just listened to that song, man. We uh wow, <laughs> congrats. We've done it, folks. We've hit the singularity. <laughs> I'm like staring. Yeah. I'm 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 staring at the. The black little square on the call recorder, and it's just a black hole. And I'm like, we did it. I could just like click on that, and it's we've said all we need to say. We've the universal yeah. just crumbled into itself. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right, I'm ready. You're done. Okay, cool. Well, so I watched Kingpin. You yeah, know always good. You know, so one thing I guess I for completely forgot about. Was that so? This is a Farley Brothers movie. Who, yeah, uh, the original three: mm-hmm. Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, Something About Mary. Yeah, bona fide classics of uh, bona fide of uh, cinema. But mm-hmm. RJ, do you recall that Kingpin was not in fact written by the Farley Brothers? Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, John Krakauer wrote it. Yeah, uh, and Barry Finaro, who Who's went that? on to uh, also apparently work on it in some way. Or or form men in black two but oh. um his only other cr- film credit is Ch- uh chuck and larry uh, uh, i i now pronounce you chuck and larry and you've never seen said film right i have never seen that film i gotta tell you there are some chuck and larry lines that uh the wife and i drop uh to each other daily daily and there's a guy, uh, there's a guy at work that I also drop some Chuck and Larry lines daily. You wouldn't like it, uh, like in terms of like Adam Sandler movies, where you're, you'd be like, oh, I miss old Adam Sandler. But there, are, there's little jokes in that movie that are like, ooh, very, very nice. Jerry. Hey, like, like Kingpin, nice though. Uh, not quite like King, not as good as Kingpin, but there's some yeah. good jokes in there. Uh, so the co-writer of this film is uh, Mort Nathan uh, Mort Nathan Mort Nathan whose uh, other films include uh, National Lampoon's Bag Boy from 2007 well, who uh, could forget that one I mean it's got Dennis Farina in it <laughs> well, 
Well, I mean, it's a classic. And Brooke, uh, and Brooke Shields. I'm not sure if it's the. But, you know, mm. he also wrote a little film I like to call Boat Trip. Oh, 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 this is a Cuba Gooding Jr. boat trip. It sure Horatio is. Sands. That's another classic movie. That's a hitch pick. Oh. You know about hitch picks? I know about that. I know all about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, big time hitch yeah. picks. Well, so. you know, so when I started watching Kingpin, I was like, I was kind of going through this like moment. I'm like, do I just not like like movies at all anymore? <laughs> oh, so Kingpin turned on you? No, no, no. I, I Then I watched Kingpin. But before oh, I, I started, see. I was I like, see. is there something wrong with me? Yeah. And then I watched. I started watching Kingpin, and I went, no, it's just like these, these movie, movies are bad. That's so, all. No, it's not me. It's the kids that are wrong. It's the kids that are wrong. People need I, more Kingpin in their life. I mean, I agree with the sentiment. People do need more Kingpin. And other movies R- aren't R- as good as R- Kingpin. Can you get sick from drinking piss? Well, Jared, if I said that you might uh, extrapolate and make other meanings out of that. You know what I mean? Even if it's your own? Even if it's your own. Hey, did you know that uh, in Kingpin, Bill Murray bowls those three strikes in a row for real? Did you ever know that? Is that, is that a fact? It's a fact that mm-hmm. came out recently. What's, uh, what's your other favorite line in Kingpin? Oh, boy. <laughs> Just like, I think the one I think about, like, probably way too often uh, is... Uh, <laughs> it's like what is it? Uh, you really jarred something loose, Tiger. <laughs> you really jarred something loose, Tiger. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I know the one you mean. Yeah, that's also like, what is it about good sex that makes you need to take a dump? And that's all. That's all like back to back. It's just like oh, <laughs> wonderful and relatable and relatable, RJ and relatable. Yeah, yeah. Kingpin's a good show. See, there good movies exist. It's just we're not allowed to watch good movies. Nope, John doesn't allow it. You should watch the Obi Wan Kenobi show and see uh, see what you think. Yeah, yeah, just go for it. Man, yeah. the 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 writing, the writing of the show. I'm just looking at some quotes from because uh, Ernie McCracken, obviously Bill Murray. Yeah, kind of like I feel like he was sort of in this like low point in his career. Yeah, but then there's like these like things like Kingpin. That come along. We're at the beginning. He's got the uh, Harley race kind of hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when he's like kind of doing the announcer thing, when his character's introduced, it all comes down to this role. To this role. Roy Munson, a man child with a dream to <laughs> topple bowling giant Ernie McCracken. If he strikes, he's the 1979 Odor Eaters champion. He's got one foot in the frying pan and one in the pressure cooker. Believe me, as a bowler, I know that right about now, your bladder feels like an overstuffed vacuum cleaner bag and your butt is kind of like an about to explode bratwurst. And then, of course, the cutaway, hey, do you mind? I, was, I wasn't talking when you were born. So, uh, was I talking out loud? Was, was I, I talking out loud? And then, then like, he goes to ball. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the other, though, is um, when, when he's, like, takes he's, uh, after he's poured the sugar in his gas tank. Yeah. Um, and they're, like, eating at the diner. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like the waitress comes by. He's like, keep them coming, sweets. I got a long drive. Do me a favor, will ya? Would you mind uh, washing off that perfume before you come back to our table? <laughs> and then, like, it's like his disgust at uh, Roy Munson as he's eating his, like, bowl of cereal. <laughs> and he's like, how about um, uh, you take that outside and uh, come back in when you're finished? <laughs> Just smoking his cigarette, because it's 1979, uh, America. And, 
I mean, some places in America in the current day, you can still do that. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Kingpin's good stuff. It's uh, available, RJ, on Tubi. On Tubi? You don't own Kingpin? I'm surprised by that. It's in boxes. I uh, okay. Yeah. How many commercials did you hit while watching? Not, not too, not too many actually. Okay. Yeah. And, and it wasn't even like one of those weird uh, director's cuts versions, kind of like a Dumb and Dumber. I, uh, I hate that director. Or, well, the, wor- uh, the, the nothing. There's the, something the, about Mary. Oh, That's the one. Oh, it oh. is the worst. It's terrible. It terrible. just taints that movie, yeah. totally. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. But uh, Kingpin's good. And I mean, Tubi, man, Tubi's got good stuff, Jared. Tubi's not bad. It's Tubi's the, not bad. It's the real deal. Yeah. Tubi ain't too bad, I think. Tubi ain't too bad. Much like me. I also ain't too bad. Ain't too bad. But yeah, that's about <laughs> I it. I guess that's, that's, that's it. All, that's all the creeping I did. Good. Argy um, doesn't watch TV shows. I, I only watch TV shows. Oh. Is what you meant to say. But not what the fans want. I need to get it. You did did come, you? Did, well, yeah, I mean, well, you over. you you come to you come get some taco sauce down at the uh, at the comic shop, and uh, we'll talk. I <laughs> see. We'll make an exchange, and you got some episodes to watch. Yeah, I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that. I I, I, I I really don't remember any of it. So, well, yeah, that's why I, uh, I need. I'll need you to uh, prime me as you uh, yeah. watch it fresh. Okay. The way it yeah. should be. Well, I mean, I can do that. I was surprised when you were watching it because I was uh, deep into uh, not even uh, Enterprise before Enterprise or something. No, yeah. it was a while ago. But yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. And then Anyways, um, so- someone on um, the Patreon chat, yeah, they, they were like, "You should watch uh, the '90s Outer Limit show." I would. Uh, is it available? I don't think it is. Is one of the re- like so I remember uh, that that but brings I mean, back, that should, brings that brings back some real strong memories for me. We should probably watch the original Outer Limits first, though. No, if we're gonna do Outer Limits, do the whole gambit. That's, that's not ninety sweat, RJ. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm, I'm getting to the point where we're oh oh, 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 oh oh what what Amazon Prime. But is, it on, but is it on regular Amazon Prime or is it Amazon on... Prime? Not not Am- Craven. Four seasons on Amazon Prime. What? The Outer Limits, nineteen ninety five. So I looked this up and it wasn't there. Oh, but see, there's seven seasons. Four four of the seven seasons are available on Prime. Ew. But that's only four of the seven okay. seasons, Jerry. I wonder if this is. And it looks like it's maybe the back end of the seasons. No, I see season one, two, th- oh. two. Oh, sorry, it's season one. Two, four, and six. Fuck. Why? Why? Yeah. There you go. That's pants. Well, the first episode is uh, Sand Kings, based on a George R. R. Martin story. I mean, I would definitely watch Outer Limits, but should I finish uh, Star Trek first? Because, like, (sighs) actually, you know what? I should ask you. Okay. Do you want me to on the actually? Air. Yeah. Do you want me to cover the new Star Treks on Patreon, or or should I just catch up with those and just like because where I'm at now, I'm gonna have to be doing some mixing where I have to watch Star Trek Discovery, Picard, and then roll into Strange New Worlds, and they kind of weave together. Is this something you want me to tackle like, after? Like Amer- a, like, like a tapestry. Next... I could. Uh, yeah. That I mean, we got summer right. 
Everyone's we got uh, everyone's cooling it right now. They're trying to stay cool because it's hot out there. I, I think Star Trek might heat them up too much. A little too much, okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, just just we'll mentioning do the that uh, one first, Harry but... Harryhausen uh, has double double the listenership that Star Trek has. Is it because Star Trek's too good? Is that why people aren't listening yeah. to those? Yeah, it's a little. It's like looking at the sun and it blinds you because yeah. it, it's so intense. It's, too niche. Yeah, it's so such a force of nature. All right. No. Well, if you can, if you can uh, scramble up those missing seasons of Outer Limits, at least we'll have. Can I? Uh, well, we'll uh, we can watch but, one season of it. But I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. There's, how many episodes are there? There's so many things. Well, there's that seven are, seasons, dude. But how many episodes per season? Probably fucking twenty six. Oh my god. Would be my guess. Outer Limits. Okay, I got season one up here. Twenty uh, two and season seven. Yeah. Uh, season one has 22 episodes. So they're 22 uh, episode seasons. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think it says 21 officially, but it's, I think it's because the first episode's two episodes long. Ah, I see. Because I, I remember that when that aired, I think, on CBS. It was a, a big deal. I'm sure. You know about, you know about sand? I know about big deals, I'll tell you that much. Filmed, well, in, okay. filmed in Vancouver, B.C. Oh, Interesting. Well, we can see where we're at when we get there. How's that sound? We'll see what happens. Let's see what happens. What kind of news you got there, Jarrett? Well, I learned yesterday that there is a Beavis and Butthead movie coming out right away. Yeah, Uh, reviews just started coming out. On Paramount Plus. Fucking Paramount Plus. Unbelievable! It's just another one, Jared. Yeah, They're I know. Scamming it's like, us. Well, they are scamming you, and they, I mean, you can get South Park on there. And uh, if you live in the states, all of Star Trek. Yeah. So, I saw a thing the other day. Paramount Plus said that they're not going to alter movies that were filmed in less uh, times that are like less less sensible. I don't. I can't remember how they phrase it, but they're like, we're not going to alter our films if they have like things that are inappropriate in them because of uh, current times or something is what they had said. That's yeah. That's so weird. Cause they're like, we're going to wait this out. <laughs> yeah. We think people are going to get really devolved <laughs> and get, get real weird soon. So don't worry folks. I mean, we, we don't, we got, we don't want to cave to the pressure too much, but don't worry. We'll be back up and running in no time. People will be smoking indoors. I mean, it's it's possible. Yeah. People might be smoking indoors. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the other news that uh, buying your tickets online uh, is now going to cost you one and a half dollars just for the convenience of buying your movie tickets online? Where and why is this happening? In Canada. Oh. Galaxy uh, Cineplex. Oh. So online purchase oh, charge cool. or something let, like let, that. Let, let's just not buy them then. Let's just not go to theaters. Problem uh, solved. No problem. No problem. Yeah, enjoy uh, going out of business, guys. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Why would they do that? To me, it's just like, I mean, yeah. I I went to a few movies at the beginning of the year, and uh, I haven't thought about it since. No, like, honestly, I'm happy. Like, the only movie I've seen in theaters in three years was The Batman with you. I'm happy I saw that there. But, like, I have, like, normal-ass movies. I... They're gonna charge me extra now to go. I was like, I wasn't planning to go back at all. So yeah. now I'm really not going to. Well, yeah. 
you know? Yeah. What? You're not even going to see uh, Black Adam? Oh, I can't wait for a Justice Society, Jarrett. You know about the Justice Society? That's not a movie. Uh, the Rock has been saying for 16 years, he's like, the, there's a power shift in the DCU. It's like, dude, nobody go, likes DC movies. Something in the way. Ooh, see, that's a power uh, shift. Wow, there. I I don't want to see anything in theater right now that I haven't already seen, because uh, like everything that I would have seen has left, which is fair. Mm-hmm. It's been like six weeks or whatever, yeah. or longer. No Northman. Mm-hmm. Um, a person could still go see everything everywhere all at once. Um, we're we're getting close to that release, so I'm just gonna wait and get it. Oh yeah, we're so home. we're so close. We're close, uh, and I believe uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is now available on Disney Plus. See, I would actually, I would, uh, I haven't seen Marvel movies since Endgame. I like, I don't care anymore. I would watch Doctor Strange two because I like Sam Raimi. I, well, I mean, I, I have an okay relationship with Sam Raimi. Yeah, uh, but uh, I to watch that you got to watch the spider-man one first and i would watch the spider-man one but that isn't available yet on streams it's too popular they're gonna bring it back really? to theaters in the fall do you hear about that with new uh cut scenes oh fuck i did not know I, I that's that's news i missed yeah it was something i it's got a huge ridiculous name it was like spider-man the one with the more stuff that you wanted cut premium returning to theater see I, I i would actually watch that but uh it's not on anything unless you pay for it and i was like i'm not gonna pay for this fucking movie why isn't it on there just do it already you know what i mean jer yeah just do it already um... so that's my news outstanding outstanding <laughs> uh have you heard all about Vince McMahon? <laughs> I heard he uh, had to step down. Nope. Well, yeah. yeah. Offic- he, officially, anyway. Do you think he's in a bunker somewhere? No. Like held, no, held no, up? He, no, he's on. he was on Raw on Monday. And oh. Sm- and sp- he was on SmackDown the night before. before and uh, the, the crowd was cheering him. They, they love him. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love Big Vince? Yeah. You know? Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. Look at what he's done for us. You're talking about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he, well? Want to hear a, uh, a real a, a sweet take on Obi-Wan? <laughs> uh, yeah, hit me, with the, hit me with the sweet take. I just realized that when Obi-Wan said he'd had a brother in Episode 3, he meant Anakin. Oh. I I might no I probably won't I and like well you watch Mandalorian too yeah I, I watched to, I watched two seasons of that yeah and I watched that with Andy and then uh, I was kind of like do you want to watch this Obi Wan show and she's what, like what, maybe what about the Boba Fett and I I was like well this Boba Fett show is first <laughs> and I showed her the trailer for that and she's like not really interested in this Boba Fett and I was like yeah it doesn't look but it ties in. I know, and that's the thing. You have to watch it. But like, Grogu. <laughs> Grogu. Hey, you know what I was thinking the other day? Luke would have I, oh, 100% killed Grogu. Well, I also think you were thinking, hey, I need to stop by the comic store and buy that $600 life-size Grogu. 
Ah, uh, it's put it in my file. Just yeah. stuff it in there. I'll, Don't care I'll, about being I'll, gentle. I'll, I'll put a post-it note with your yeah. with your initials on there. Yeah. Don't care about being gentle or anything like that. Just make sure it gets in there. Oh. Okay. But you know what I mean. Based on the sequel movies and stuff, Luke would have killed Grogu. <laughs> killed him dead. He would have. Yeah. Like he he saves him, but he would have killed him for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Boba Fett doesn't look good, dude. I watched the, like, before you watch Under Ben in the Heaven, we watched the trailer for, like, Obi-Wan and then for Boba Fett. And I was like, man, Boba Fett just doesn't look interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just me. Boba Fett. Yeah, I don't think. Boba Fett. I don't think that anyone seems to have cared about that Boba show. No. I mean, doesn't Mandalorian come into that show halfway through? It's like. It's like, don't make a half a season of The Mandalorian. Just just wait and do the third season and have Boba Fett there for an episode or two. That would have been better, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they couldn't get Pedro because he was doing Last of Us up here with you and me. Oh, yeah. So they had to fill time, maybe. What? What? What, what, a, what an exclusive. Yes, that's why people come here. Mm. Figured it out. Cool. Well, yes. uh, I guess we could move on and actually talk yep. about a movie. And we're, we're, RJ, you're getting your dream. Under two hours? Yeah, maybe. Holy shit. Yeah. This is going to be our most listened to episode ever. Yep. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. After the break, we're going to Prague. Prom? Prague. Oh. Not, not prom. You turn me Can we uh, just admit some lies that we may have told each other? I didn't say a word. I thought he knew. So express yourself. No, I, I can't stand you. I can't stand that. Is that a pajama top? No. Yes. Your hair drives me crazy. God, I beg to just damn Prozac. 
Just get out. Just remember to follow your heart. Just get out. Out. Go. <laughs> Use your imagination. If we were an old couple, dated for years, and I reached over and kissed you, you wouldn't say a word. I mean, you'd be delighted. Probably. Face the world. What do you mean? I just wish we were an old couple so I could do that. Kicking and screaming. Are you wearing mascara? No. Yes. And we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. And tonight we're talking about kicking and screaming from 1995. Directed by Noah Baumbach. Who? You, you know about that guy? I know about Noah, the uh, Aronofsky film. Is that any way connected? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if it's got Nephilim in it. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Does uh, is Noah Baumbach in any way related to the Stone Angels, potentially? I uh, could. I mean, we all are. Well, I mean, we're all made in under God's hand. I mean, I I know that we're all His children. Yeah. Uh, you but, you uh, know that better than anyone. Well, Jared, let me tell you, yeah. we're all loved in His eyes. Mm-hmm. In His eyes, one love. So tell me more about Noah Bomb Black. Uh, well, he's a a director now of some note, and this is his mm-hmm. his debut. His directorial debut. That's right. Now has. Noah Baumbach been writing before and uh, like his colla- his writing collaborations had that had started nope. before no this is this predates Wes Anderson okay before he starts okay. uh, dipping his uh, his wick in that particular uh, Anderson pool you know just about, a little bit RJ you know about dipping wicks not really could you describe what that means could you demonstrate for me please <laughs> okay uh, that'll be uh, on the OnlyFans edition Oh, lovely, lovely. Giving the people what they want. Wow, but they're willing to pay the price. Well, yeah, yeah. You pay the you pay the troll toll, you'll get this boy soul. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah, so before the life aquatic, bef- uh-huh. before the squid and the whale, 10 years after this, mm-hmm. um, he worked on a couple of short-looking things, like Mr. Jealousy and Conrad and Butler Take a Vacation. Oh, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Who could forget? Yeah, okay. just classic in every in every sense of the word. Beautiful. And I would say I would uh, I I would I go on to become a Noah Baumbach fan. But the question is, am I a Noah Baumbach fan based on this film? That's a big question. Stay one that we're sure to dig into. Stay tuned. Um, so it's a uh, sorry a tagline for this film, RJ. Yeah. One man would lead this team to glory. That man was busy. <clears throat> Which man are they referring to? Uh, Will Ferrell, uh, who plays <laughs> Phil Weston, has been unathletic oh, yeah. his yep. entire life. In college, yeah. he failed at every sport that he tried out for. It looks like mm-hmm. his 10-year-old son, Sam, is following in his footsteps. But when Phil's mm-hmm. hyper-competitive dad benches Sam... Phil decides to transfer his son to a new team, which needs a coach. Phil steps in to be the temporary coach and immediately begins to butt heads with (laughs) this dad over this new competition in their lives. This is not the film that we watched. This is 2005's Kicking and Screaming, which came out the same year as The Squid and the Whale. You know, I was going to watch this movie. 
kicking and screaming. Yeah, with the uh, the and. Yeah, with the ampersand. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I've had three people ask me this week, what's the movie you're doing this week? Even Andy, too. I was like kicking and screaming. They're like, the uh, the Will Ferrell one? And I was like, I don't think so. Mm. I had to look it up, too. I was like, I don't think it's that one. But uh, that's all people know. You know, that's all people know. Yeah, and well, that's okay. I mean, well, they, sh- they should know the Josh Hamilton classic, Kicking and Screaming, which has the tagline, Anxiety Loves Company. Uh, that's not true. No. Hey, People did, are did you know that uh, Jesse Dillon, the director of Kicking and Screaming 2005, also directed How High? Oh. And American Wedding. Those are a couple of hitch picks right there, Jared. Mm-hmm. Both of those. How High especially. What, what, what about the documentary Soros? <laughs> about George Soros. Is that a hitch pick? Um. Is that maybe on a hard drive? That might have That might have been on his backup. Okay. Yeah, not not one that he advertised, but okay. uh, I can't say with certainty that it no. wasn't. <laughs> yeah, maybe he has like a, a YouTube channel with a video called Soros Exposed. It could be, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, could be. Maybe. Uh, so, the synopsis for the, the film we watched and we're discussing. After college graduation, Grover's girlfriend Jane tells him she's moving to Prague to study writing. Grover declines to accompany her deciding instead to move in with several friends, all of whom can't quite work up the inertia to escape Mm. their university's pull. Nobody wants to make any big decisions that would radically alter his life, yet none of them wants to end up like Chet, the professional student who tends bar and is in his 10th year of university studies. We all know a Chet, hey? We all know a Chet. We all know a chat. We, we, we live in a, a college town, as uh, mm-hmm. as uh, our American listeners would call it, even though we call it a university. Yeah, we, not a... only do we have a university, we also have a college, a community college. Yeah. Some people are real sticklers about the distinction there, too. And I say, it's all meaningless. Don't worry. No. Nope. You know what I mean, Jerry? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, obviously... This must be extremely relatable content, as both of us are college graduates that live in our town, and mm-hmm. uh, some of us took long periods of time to get through their schooling, and uh, some even work at said school. Mm-hmm. No. I know one of us was compared to Chet at one point. At one point. At one point, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's uh, some relatability. Do you think the relatability stops there or continues between the two of us in this film? <sighs> Let's find out. <laughs> so, uh, there, what's the what is the plot of this movie? There really isn't much of one, which has okay. been like a real a common thing with some of these uh, sort of dramas, I guess, comedy dramas that we've mm-hmm. been watching. As some might call an Eric Romer film. Oh, comedies. Mm-hmm. Joker laughing. So, uh, <laughs> society. Uh, so, yeah, we've got guys and they're at a at a college graduation party. Uh, which, like, uh, did, did, yeah, did you yeah. did you have a college graduation party, RJ? Not in the way that they did. I mean, I had a party. Do, do, do but you think not the, with... is, this, is this an American thing? Where it's no, like it's like, a, it's like it's a thing where like, everybody gets together. It's like, no. I mean, or if, I, if they did, we weren't invited. 
it probably used to be a thing, but I feel like a lot of people just kind of would rather be with people they want to be with and right. have their own party. Yep. Whereas, like, I'm sure the university has some sort of social where it's like, hey, graduates, come over. But it's just like <laughs> Hang one out with dude. Big Mike. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, it's one dude in a Grateful Dead t-shirt being like, "Does anyone else like the Grateful Dead?" I just want to make sure everybody has a good time. Just want to make sure everyone's happy. And they're on, they're on the they're, they're on the mic they're on the mic, MCing. I'll be the band dude. <laughs> yeah, does anyone need a refill on their sodas? Yeah. What about your hot sauce? Hey, uh, just make sure everyone knows that uh, if you don't feel safe walking back to the car, uh, you can contact security. They'll safe walk. You know, we want to keep yeah. everybody uh, making sure they're having a good time. Don't, make sure don't, if you have, don't, don't drink too much. Say if you have too many of those sodas, make sure to get a ride. <laughs> anyway, really though, if anyone's diabetic out there, don't drink, drink too much soda. Just diet for you. Mm-hmm. And there's there's an app for it, just in yeah. case you need to know if someone's having yeah. a too much had too much. We got a QR sort of a med- code over med- here. Medical emergency. Yeah, yeah. We got the emergency blankets in the back. If anyone's getting a little chilly, it is. <laughs> it's a scorcher out there. It's kind of windy. I, I don't know why no one showed up. <laughs> This is the best turnout we've had in years. It's like 15 people. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, I imagine that's what those parties are like, Jay. Uh, yes. This this one seems to be not that. This is a little more, it feels like a little hoity-toity, but this is not like a, a big school either. Uh, no. It... <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> did I wake you? It doesn't seem like a big school. Oh, no, I'm just no, thinking no, no. so hard, thinking so hard about so, picking so, this. So this was shot at Occidental College, uh, which is in Occidental. Occidental, or okay. informally, it's Oxy. It's a private liberal arts college in Los Angeles, California. Oh, so that's what it is. Founded in 1887 as a co-educational college by clergy and members of the Presbyterian Church. Mm. It became non-secretarian. In 1910, it is one of the oldest liberal arts colleges on the west coast of the United States. Hmm. What about, uh... Nah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who cares a shit? Just nah. Uh, I, I do want, there's my, I'll also under the notes for production on this, I just want to read. So Jason, Jason Blum, Bombax's college roommate who was producing a film for the first time, obtained financing after receiving a letter from family acquaintance Steve Martin uh, endorsing me? the script. Blum attached the letter to copies of the script he sent around Hollywood. You, you so, know, RJ, you know who Jason Blum is, I, must, I, I, I if you recall. I actually, I made a note because as uh, that song was playing at the end, we were like, oh, yeah, it's a good song. Uh, and then I saw a Jason Blum producer and I went, hold up. <laughs> so is this the first Blumhouse picture, potentially? Is uh, it? It probably, well, so he's he doesn't actually have like the official producer credit. That goes to uh, yeah. a Joel Castelberg. He's got like a what is it executive or yeah. uh, something, but uh, I saw that and I was like, son of a bitch! I was like, Skype wasn't he wasn't even invented yet. Unbelievable! Yeah, unbelievable! Wild, wild! But you know, you got you know you got your family friend Steve Martin, who's uh, helping uh, put his name onto your script. Uh, mm-hmm. We're, we're going to be dealing with a, a different uh, social class. I think from most uh, first-time filmmakers, uh, where you're also getting mm. like, oh, we have Elliot Gould. Ah, and what's Elliot Gould known for? 
well, I mean, have you ever seen a, a little show called Just Shoot Me? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if he's is he actually in that show, or am I just thinking no, of that's Friends? that's the other he's, guy. Because he's Ross's dad in Friends. I know there's yeah. a, and I know some another guy in that. But Just Shoot Me's got they, that other old guy. Was he on? Was Elliot Goulden on, no, on another sitcom, though, in the 90s? And I just, I, I always assume that they're all in Just Shoot Me. Because I know it's, I mean, a, I know it's a different guy, but, yeah. Most of them are just in Just Shoot Me. Oh, he was but... in Ray Donovan. That's not a sitcom. Well, I mean, but incredible uh, connections, though. Huge. Right? Huge. Just huge. But yeah, Elliot Gould's a cool guy, and here he's kind of just like, oh, hey, it's Elliot Gould. That's cool. He doesn't, does he do anything cool, though? I mean, he he leaves a couple of voicemails. But, uh, hey, I mean, this movie also has got Marisa Ribisi, the twin sister of Giovanni Ribisi. Giovanni Rubisi. And you, we all remember Marissa Rubisi uh, from Days and Confused, which there are one thing I noticed with this movie, and it felt like watching it was it felt like some sort of mashup of Days and Confused with Metropolitan. Yeah, do you think that's how they sold it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's how that when they went to the studio and they're like, hey, bro, <laughs> I got an idea. Metropolitan, huge. <laughs> Days and Confused, it's, it's going to be huge. going to be huge. And then they went to Trimark, uh, which when I see the logo come up, I just go, ah, happiness. What an era. A different era of the American. It was the A24 of its time. Well, Trimark was? Yep. Mm. I'd argue that. Okay. So, so, the, the blue Sony classic pictures, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Same deal. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Huh. huh. So, I mean, I'm just reeling from this Metropolitan, Dazed and Confused thing. Overlap. 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 Big. There's some Gilmore Girls overlap in this one, too. Oh, I bet there is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just a smidge. Just a smidge. I know you're a big Gilmore Girls guy. I, I shouldn't it. I You probably knew that. Is, is, it the di- is, it, is it the dialogue, RJ? No, well, actually, I mean, there's just some actors. Oh, okay. But also, yeah. Okay. So, yes, this is a movie about, I don't know, kind of dudes. annoying guys. Sure, <laughs> pretty, sure. Pretty annoying dudes. Um, kind of being college guys. But they're, but they're upper crust. They seem a little bit upper crust. A little, uh, some might say, pretentious uh, chaps. Mm-hmm. And uh, navigating their, their horniness. And their stature in life, and their unrealized goals, and what they're going to be doing. Um, there's there's jokes in this that I feel like if I'd watched this, you know, in closer proximity to when this actually came out, that I think would be really good, and I'd have a lot of fond nostalgia for kicking and screaming. But as it is, I was kind of just like, oh man, this this was like a a snapshot of a period of time that I don't know. Let me ask you. Noah Baumbach gets better, RJ. Let me ask you, would your opinion have been different if these guys were wearing fedoras in this movie? Well, I mean, I feel like they would eventually go on to wear fedoras, or that we missed the window of fedoras by 10 years. Mm. What about samurai swords? No, Do you think in, it... in this we get mush cuts, <laughs> trench yeah. coats, fingerless gloves, mm-hmm. that like the oversized bowling shirt? Yep. And the pajama top. And the pajama top, which we get, which gets pointed out. Yeah, it does. Well, are you wearing a pajama top? No. Yes. No. Yes, I am. And it's like, oh, what's that guy's name? 
who's I mostly remember him from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who is he in Buffy? I don't know. He's he's just in there. Some Gordo. <laughs> Gordo. <laughs> what are you calling me? Uh, it's a, it's like a fun like hey Gordo. Oh, I see. Like finger guns, you know. Yeah. So, what we have here, Jared, is a movie that uh, takes you through the span of the summer, a, a the year, fall. a year, a it, year, yeah, span of a year. Uh, and because uh, I, I know you're not uh, interested, so you want me to recap it for you? Go Big right, God? go right on ahead. So we, uh, we have these dudes, and uh, they're at this college party, and you're introduced to them, and you go, man, these guys aren't very interesting. Uh, so you have, uh, you have, <laughs> and then you go, oh boy. We got another hour and 45 minutes with these bad boys. Um, so you have uh, the anxious guy who doesn't know what to do. You have the ultra pretentious guy that I think is tried to be played off as one of the cool guys. But, down, uh, down to earth. Yeah, as the down to earth cool guy, but he is ultra pretentious. Well, so we got. So, yeah, to break them down. So we have our protagonist, Josh Hamilton, who's Grover. Grover. Um, yeah. and then there's. Uh, Max, played by Chris Eichmann, who's also like the the assholey guy in Metropolitan. He's in Gilmore Girls. Cat. Okay. He plays a professor. Oh, how how fitting. Fitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, Parker Posey. Uh, yes. Who's like again another kind of annoying girl, kind of like in Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else do we got? I'm just clicking through the names, and I'll see. Oh, yeah, so Car- Carlos Jacket, Jacko. Uh, yeah, one of my favorites. You you would know him. You know him to see him. He's in tons, mm. tons of things. You know, She's All That and Gro- Gross Point Blank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Buffy. And Buffy. You see the guy in Buffy? Yeah, I'm looking up what character he was in that, because that's where I specifically remember. His... Oh, he played. He, he I think he was the bat. He portrayed... Oh Jesus! Where I think he was the bat in Buffy. He played the bat. Uh, J- Jacket guest starred as the demon Ken in the Buffy season three episode Anne, and the demon Richard Straley in the Angel season one uh, or season one episode Bachelor Party. So he's played two different demons in both Buffy's series. Well, exactly. I mean, how who could forget? His performances as Buff, yeah. those Buffy villains. He's he's the one wearing the pajama shirt. Yeah, he's the anxious guy. Yes, can't make up his mind. He can't doesn't be, know what to what, do. What is it? Anxious and what's the other thing that he's in a state of? Horny. Oh. <laughs> I think that, I think they're all in some sort of yeah anxious horny right states of horniness. Hey, yeah. there, uh, there's a, a Samuel Gould in this film. Do you think he's related to Elliot Gould? I mean, the big thing is that he might be. But also, maybe he's not. Well, there's a Jonathan Bomback in this who plays a professor. Think uh, there's any relation? Uh, do, do you know? Have you seen um, Squid and the Whale? I I saw parts of it a long time ago. So okay. no. Okay. So no. Well, Je- Jeff Daniels uh, plays a professor in that, and it's about a parent parents getting divorced. One of Noah Bomback's favorite things, surprisingly. Jeff Daniels does. Yeah. Why is that Noah Bombax going to divorce? Did his parents get divorced? And he um, I'll, I'll sad. Let, I'll let you take a gander, take a guess. Uh, do you think he's sad? <laughs> is he a sad boy? Yeah, maybe. That's maybe. sad. Oh dear, 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 dear. All right. So yeah, there's a party, and all these characters are making plans, and 
uh, it seems like there's also a breakup underway because uh, there's a talk about Prague. Uh, Prague. And uh, you get the mm-hmm. sense that uh, I don't think this guy's going to be going to Prague. He's going to be staying right here. And he's like, well, how's that going to work? And then we get inner titles with three months later. And we mm-hmm. jump ahead. And uh, Grover's moving in with the boys. The boys. Well, he's got nowhere else to go. We talk about the cookie man. He comes to the uh, door. Everyone, it, people hit the floor. Cookie man? Pro-life? Mm-hmm. Question mark? Mm-hmm. It's a big thing. That was actually the one joke that I thought landed the, the most for me. Where when they see that sign and they're like, he's like, I think I'm on to something. Is it pro-life or that it says? Yeah, it's like cookie man. Pro-life? Yeah. Question mark? It was a... Uh, is out of the blue, and I thought it was funny. I went, "Oh, that's good. That's a good joke." Right, I like it, I like it. So yeah, the Cookie Man comes, and they have to hide. Yes, hilarious. Hilarity ensues. Yeah. Um, there's some guy girl hanging out. <laughs> uh, uh, there's coffee shops. There's like they're still yeah. taking classes. Uh, so what it is is the one guy. Um. So they should be done. Yes. And anxious guy is going to go to grad school, but he changes his mind and defers his uh, admission. Yep. Uh, w- the one dude who I would describe as the plain guy that you forget is there a lot. He re-enrolls for more classes because he doesn't know what to do. Uh, and then Chet is the guy who's always there and they're like, oh, we don't want to be here forever. Mm-hmm. But they also like don't know what to do. So the one guy re-enrolls, the one guy doesn't go to grad school and then the other two guys i think are just like kind of there chet kind of has jerome energy from claire's knee you know a loser Uh, a loser who chet yeah i think chet does and then in the end chet has a speech where he's kind of like yeah i i think uh i think chet comes around and they all think he's a loser and then at the end of them they're like oh no they're like are we chet Chet right and that's the that's the real lesson that's the moral of yeah. the story, Jerry. Yeah, we're all we're we don't. It's a it's a warning. Yes, that's what we call a moral. Yeah, let me tell you. I was reading a Roger Ebert's review of this film. He re, he really liked it because he's like these are the type of people I'd like to hang out with. And then he proceeded to like, <sighs> talk about the movie The Doom Generation, which is a movie that he I think he gave zero stars to. And he's like, you know, this is the type of movie that's for people who like to sit on the floor of a used bookstore all day. And Doom Generation is for people with pierced eyelids. <laughs> and you're like, it's like, oh, it's like I want to watch Doom Generation now. I think you would hate yeah. that movie real bad, but I think it might be like, um, oh, what's that movie with um, Reese Witherspoon, uh, Alicia Silverstone, the uh, one with, oh, god damn it, Kiefer Sutherland is the wolf. Oh, uh, the it? Red Riding Hood one. Yeah, um, what's the actual highway? Hot freeway. 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 I, I think Doom Generation could be in like, that kind of camp. Um, Have you seen Doom Generation? I've never seen Doom Generation, but I remember that thing being all over the place uh, in video stores back Maybe in the day. Maybe that needs to be a Creeptober pick. Maybe it does. I, I think I, mean? I, I think I think you'll hate it, that movie a lot. But I, I mean, know, probably. But who, but who knows? But I, I I just found him talking with such praise about this movie about you know corduroy jackets and tweed and. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. And I've said for a long, long time, Roger Ebert is. A cock. <laughs> wow. Right. Okay. And I mean, that's cool. But yeah. no, Ebert's a dork, man. Like, he's got the worst opinions. He, he just really likes the way this is written. And let me tell you, I think there's some pretty pretty bad acting. Maybe just bad performances. 
uh, yeah. from some of the people in this. Trying to work this dialogue, and mm -hmm. I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't happy with it. I mean, it does seem like a, a shot in a weekend on a dude's like VHS camcorder. Like, all right. Yeah. Well, so this oh, is a movie we don't that, have enough like, film to do two takes. Have you, you look closely at the poster for this? I mean, as in the, I think this is just the Criterion cover. See, where, you know where what? It's, where it's lines from the movie. Yeah. Where it's got the, you know, uh, is that a pajama top? Is that supposed? Is that the Criterion cover as well? It is. Hmm. You shoot for the stars and you hit the roof. I mean, I. It, it, oh, I feel like they're. Making I've been it to the, Prague. They're making the dialogue a bigger deal than it is. I don't think it's actually that big. But like, like there's some good. It's dialogue, pretty stylized. Right? I mean, it's pretty yeah. stylized. Is it the style that I like though? Uh, it might be. You like that uh, Diablo Cody? I uh, like that I Juno. You like how sassy they were? I I don't know if I've ever seen Juno in entirety. Really? I've seen uh, Jennifer's Body. Ooh. <laughs> but I don't know if I've seen Juno in, in, in its entirety. Well, I've seen bits. What was that to say about the movies Watch for the Thumbs? In uh, Jennifer's Body? Yeah. Well, that's is is that isn't that an urban legend about uh, about her <laughs> that she doesn't that her like big toes are on her hands? Do you know what I mean? Is, are you just perpetuating this rumor that uh, that her, Megan Fox is, doesn't have thumbs, but her big toes got implanted onto her hands? I, I, I'm just saying she's got really peculiar looking thumbs. I'm just saying. I just I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, whatever you said. I mean, that's that's on you. That was an. I'm just saying that was an urban legend mm -hmm. at one point. All right. So. All right, Mr. Jones. Which Jones? Alex. Quincy. <laughs> I Trebek. I Alex. Yeah. Well, not Jones. <laughs> not Jones. So tell me more about these movies. I like a bartender that drinks. Says the cover of this. Cantaloupe wheat. Cantaloupe. Didn't you la just die laughing at, at that uh, at that writing? <laughs> what wait what was the line cantaloupe we yeah we eat cantaloupe i you even remember that i remember that i remember a lot of the lines jerry i do not remember this cantaloupe line interesting and i feel like that's an issue yep so anyway grover meets a meets a girl in that mm -hmm. right in that writing class and they're hitting it off but I don't know. He doesn't seem that interested in her, but he kind of is. He's doing the, I'm going to hang out your job at the coffee shop you work at. And she clearly is signaling that she likes you in a great deal. <laughs> Comically so. <laughs> it's like, huh, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> How would you comically signal to someone if it was you? <laughs> if I was an actor in a movie? Yeah. Uh, do you know what flirting is, RJ? No, could you demonstrate that for me, please? <laughs> I can't. I mean, it's, it's, you, have, you need the some interaction between two sides in the same room. I think. I think vicinity is there. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. But you're not. I'm no, here. I'm right really. here. You have to be able to experience some musk. I think. You know, but you, oh. you, you know about you know about musk. You know about panther sweat. Uh, I I know your upper lips got something pretty musky. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like yeah. That's the sound it makes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So no demonstration. No. Okay. 
What other lines you got? <laughs> what other lines? Uh, let's see here. I'm already nostalgic for a conversation I had yesterday because this is in regards to how um, one of these these dudes is on about how they're they have nostalgia for school and they're like it's only been four months. He's like, of course. But I mean, I, I get that idea. Yeah. People, because sometimes you're like living in a moment. You're like, this is the shits. I hate it. And then you mm -hmm. like not that long after, like, man, I really love those days. Mm -hmm. That's that's like why nostalgia's disease, RJ. Nostalgia's a disease. Yep. Yeah. Let's well, just artifacts of memory, man. Memories helping keep you alive. But I guess it can bring up stuff you don't want to. So, but would you agree with the statement if Plato is a fine red wine, then Aristotle is a dry martini? I hate shit like that <laughs> so, so much. Uh, I don't like philosophy, dude. So like, I, I had started watching this movie probably about I don't know nine years ago. Uh -huh. I uh, have I have the DVD of this. And you got to that point? No, I, I I watched about a half hour of it, and I was just like, this is not my thing at all. I like I like Noah Baumbach, and I was like, oh, I don't know about this though. So yeah. this was this was the the second kick at it, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm still feeling about the same way. I, I like this era. I like independent '90s movies, and I watched the whole sweat. I don't know about the sweat. I stay away from that. I like to stay okay. dry, okay. especially other people's sweat. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what else do you like? <laughs> not not kicking and screaming a lot. I do I will say that toward the end of the movie when I guess like when they start honing in on Grover. So we get the Elliot Gould coming over, mm -hmm. you know, being doing the dad thing, but it's like rich dad and Rich Dad, poor dad. Rich dad and he's like, you know, he's he's moving on. He's again, divorce. <laughs> divorce yeah. is happening. And uh He's he's moving on, but he wants to help his son, and he needs to know if he's staying there or not. And his, his, Grover's being indecisive. Mm -hmm. There's this there's this draw toward whether or not he should go to Europe, go to Prague, go after the girl. But there's there's a there's a perfectly fine girl that's right here that he hits it off with very nicely. They go to a country bar and they they listen to a little country music. Uh, uh, particularly a song pops up on the jukebox that the girl selects. Uh, a song called "Braver Newer World." by a musician I was not that familiar with at all, actually, called Jimmy Dale Gilmore. Oh, you don't know Jimmy uh, Jimmy Dale Gilmore? Uh, I don't, RJ. He's one of my faves. One of your faves. Well, I'll, I will point out, though, that Jimmy Dale Gilmore mm -hmm. uh, has appeared in at least one film before, and you've seen it. Uh, he plays a character named Smokey. That character, Smokey, uh, stepped a foot over the line at a bowling alley one time and uh, was being told to market zero. And he failed. Exactly. So this is a curious thing, these these two yes. bits of... So we have Freddy Johnston, uh, who's the yeah. composer on Kingpin, a bowling film made the next year. Uh, yeah. who, who does the last track on this movie, uh, Bad Reputation, which also appears in Kingpin. And then, of course, uh, I, I was kind of struck by this Braver Newer World song. And I, I was like, I can, I, people sometimes say, oh, do you like country music? Why don't you like country music? Well, I like a particular style of it. Jimmy Dale Gilmore is a, a style of country music I can listen to, I can put mm -hmm. on. Um, and it's just amazing. It's like, oh, he he's Smokey in the other, one of only two great bowling films, uh, Big Lebowski. Being it, mm -hmm. so funny that I, I think you're forgetting bowling 
for uh no, I won't say that. Never mind. Right. Well, uh, this movie also has a little Nick Drake action. Who? You know Nick Drake? Can you remind me? Uh, it's in the coffee shop. You don't know Nick Drake by name? He's he's one of the ultimate uh, like in, indie film song drops. Uh, maybe if I heard it, I would probably remember. Oh yeah. Well, he's on his album Pink Moon. Uh, Pink Moon. Yeah. You'll, you'll I don't know, know, you'll, I don't know the name. I, if I heard it, I mean there was. Oh, a lot of music you one, you one hundred percent have heard Nick Drake music. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I have. I'll check it out. He, he, yeah, because he like only made like a handful of albums and died a young man. I wouldn't know the names of any of them, but if I heard if when I hear the songs, I'll probably recognize yeah. them. Okay. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, maybe I know that one song he did. Uh, what was that called? A uh, Cabbage Hat. Cabbage hats. Yeah, that one was incredible. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, just incredible, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what yeah. about uh, the Might Be Giants? You like them? Uh, I know their music. Okay. I know they have some popular songs. What about Blondie? Do you, do you like uh, when you hear a nice hot heart of glass drop? I do like a little heart of glass. I was actually surprised to hear that in here because uh, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, this movie had uh, money to afford Heart of Glass. Wow. When, when, when you got that. Jason Blum and Steve Martin helping you out. Yes. Yeah. I I didn't realize Steve Martin was in there. But, uh, yeah, no, I was surprised to hear Heart of Glass. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't think they were rolling with that kind of cash. So, different. Got, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, I guess I liked about half of the music in here, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. I, I mean, I do feel like I have... <laughs> I will say uh, uh, my inner and outer pretentiousness probably likes a lot of Noah Baumbach stuff. I probably agree with a lot of the some of the things in this, but there's something missing in this movie that, that, that mm-hmm. doesn't seem uh, like what I want out of this type of movie. I, there's like the stuff with the video store, which mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of Ghost World. And there was like these, like this, the joke about the guy managing this place with these impossible to know genres. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and those are like, that takes up about 45 seconds of the movie's entire runtime. Mm-hmm. Cause that's where, uh, the anxious man, uh, begins to work his job. Yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of people will. Otis. Otis. Yeah. <laughs> that, that common name, Otis. <laughs> I know Otis from Frailty, but, uh, <laughs> What about, imagine, what about Otis from Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer? I know Otis from that, too. Otis isn't supposed to do stuff like that. He's supposed no to, Otis. He, he's just supposed to plug it in. No, Otis. That's your sister. <laughs> okay, wait, you just sent me this Nick Drake that's playing. No. Yeah, yeah, I know this guy. You I've know, heard that song yeah, a few yeah. times. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, a few times. Um, I was going to say, yeah, that, that video scene, uh, video store scene, I, I imagine a lot of people watching this like that, you know, and they, they do one of these. Mm-hmm. They, they, they tap that cap. They doth the, the cap a bit. They give it a little tip. Um, yeah, I, I imagine that scene played well for, uh, the, the crowd that they were going for with this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. How, how do you feel about, uh, <laughs> Catcher in the Rye? How do you, oh my God. How, how about when people talk about Holden Caulfield? Oh my God. He was like a teenager who got a prostitute. No, yeah. that's, that's the whole story. Mm-hmm. I don't, 
I don't know, dude. I think I've mentioned before. I think I read. Andrea thinks I read. Like she's not like hardcore on that book or anything like that. But she's like she she was like I think you were too old when you read it. And you you had to read it when you were younger because I read it when I was like twenty eight or twenty nine. You know, I was just like I don't get it. <laughs> so like, I can't really understand why this is. Uh... I I think that I, I in some ways maybe that that explains you in a lot of ways. <laughs> I genuinely. I don't get Catcher in the Rye. I don't think, in it's terms okay. of bo- in not, terms it's, of it's, books like that. that like... You, let me tell you, RJ. Let me give, tell you a secret. The movie didn't blow my dick off, but I, I I got it and I read it and I was like, yeah, I, I think it's cool that we're locked into this character's like yeah narrative and perception. It's, and it's like a I, and it's a yeah. perception that's like I don't know worth reading. I guess it's yeah. and it's pretty. It is a pretty simple yeah thing. Uh, but you, you have you have you read any other Salinger? I tried one. I wasn't really into. I, just, I I think I'm just not a huge Salinger guy. Like I I get what Catcher in the Rye is supposed to be about. It's just I was kind of like I don't I don't know why this is as popular as it is. You know what I mean? What a what a phony. Who uh, Salinger? <laughs> yeah, I I get why Mel Gibson liked it in uh, Conspiracy Theory. That made sense. That made sense. That made sense. Well, what about what about uh, pseudo Salinger and Finding Forrester? Uh, I mean, I I I used to like that movie. When, that's another Hitch picks. Mm-hmm. It's good. That was a good pick. That was a good pick. Uh, in the essay for this film uh, by Jonathan Rosenbaum, mm-hmm. big bomb. Uh, he he talks about <laughs> Bombax Renoir like taste for long takes. Oh. <laughs> Jean Renoir. Is there long takes in this? They're invisible. They're so well done. Does that? Well, Does that qualify still? You like Kafka jokes? I don't like Kafka jokes. Not even a little bit. So anyway, um, I think people could pick up on what my feelings of this are. Uh, RJ. You've been pretty clear. Yeah. What do you what what did you think of kicking and screaming? I mean These are the kind of guys I don't like. You know what you know what I mean? The dudes who are at places and making fun of everyone else because they're like oh, we we took lit 101 we know kafka we're gonna get these guys we we can make fun of people and you're like all right it's like other people do that too and they just don't don't think that they know more than other people that's cooler but uh kicking and screaming uh i didn't mind like uh there were scenes in it that i was like yeah this is good and i was like i see why this is liked because i i there are some bits of the dialogue that it's like, oh, it's like that was that part was clever or that was witty or, or uh, that holds up now, mm-hmm. uh, which is like, you know, maybe 30 years ago, some of these jokes landed a little bit better. But I was like, oh, that one still holds up. Uh, but there were a lot of jokes that I was like, mm, doesn't quite get it anymore. You know what I mean? It doesn't quite have the snap it probably used to. And uh, the snap, the snap. I feel like movies like this too, like became super popular because a lot of these dudes were like underrepresented in like, uh, <laughs> but like, like in movies. But they're or everywhere. But they are in, in the Criterion Collection. Everywhere. <laughs> they're, the and, only, and, they're the only men that exist. Exactly, and like that's the thing. It's like they weren't, they weren't in a ton of like movies all the time, but. Uh, because it was more, you know, like Sam Neill, like karate chopping a T-Rex or something. Because that was what people really wanted to see. 
Um, hey, so did you uh, recognize the, uh, the our I guess we'll call her lead actress uh, Olivia Diabo? Yeah, she's uh, the sister in um, the Big Green. Wonder Years. What, 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 oh, the Big Green. Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot about the Big Green. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen the Big Green. That's on Disney Plus. Check that out. Damn. I think she's also in uh, the Wonder Years. Okay. I believe. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so I, I feel like a lot of those dudes like gravitate towards stuff like this because you're just like, oh yeah, finally a movie that gets me. But you know, that's like uh, it's the same with like the Joker crowd, kind of. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I like Joker. You know, I'm not saying that it's a certain brand of person. It's just these dudes that like. Um, I think what it is is I mentioned a lot of time I went to school with a lot of guys that like thought they were smarter than everyone, but they weren't. They just acted like they were, and it was. Uh, is annoying because you're like you're not better than other people you're not even smarter than other people like it's like half of these people are smarter than you but uh you're very vocal about it where these guys aren't they're not like the most vocal they're not too in your face about it which isn't that bad actually a couple of the characters are but i think that's like what they're supposed to be but dudes like that uh uh, are annoying um but uh, i do i do get uh some of this movie where uh, leaving and not knowing where to kind of go. I do I do like that aspect where it's kind of like, it's like, well, you can keep going, you can move to something else, or you can just kind of stop completely. Um, and I think that is uh, something a lot of people don't know what to do with. Especially now, you get a degree, what is that worth? Not, not much, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, it is now a, because of the kind of devaluing of... <laughs> like yeah. I don't know, the their system. It's like ah, yeah, you get your bachelor's. It's a it's a nice high school diploma, a graduated diploma. Yeah. And, now, the thing... and, then, and then it's like oh, now you go get that master's, bud. And, and then you still don't know how to even write. That's not even that's not worth anything anymore. Um, let's well, uh, I think in late nineties there was such a push for uh, people to get like higher education degrees. Uh, and then what that did was that drove tons of people out of the trades. And then now trades are such an in demand, like a commodity. And that's why they're like, like I tell every kid I see, it's like get into the trades, man. It's like, you want, you want to be looked after your whole life, become a plumber. It's like, you'll be in good hands uh, because there's like such a push for college university. And then it left the trades out, but now all these degrees are worthless. And it's like plumbers are making like $200 an hour, just, just living, living what? life, and it's not all about well, money. Dig, dig, digging through shit. Yeah, keep, yeah, keeping, I, keeping the shit where it belongs in those pipes. The shit where it belongs. Yeah. You ever, you ever met a guy who was a plumber and like how, be like, oh, do you get called a lot by other people asking you questions? Like all the fucking time, because I, that's what matters. Well, is I remember shit some years, some years ago, uh, uh, having to call upon a plumber, and the plumber came, chatting with him, and. uh kind of just like mentioned working at the university and he kind of like jumped into this mode where he seemed to be very like not defensive but like almost like justifying like oh yeah no i could have done a lot of other things but you know i just wound up being a plumber and he's like talking about this i'm like i'm like dude (laughs) i need you here so bad you don't have to justify anything you're 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 doing far more valuable than anything i do let me tell you by a lot um, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, I was going to be like an animator at Disney and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not, I don't think anything of, of you other than like, thank you for coming and saving me. And then you're like, he starts talking about like how the plumbing works and has to be at particular angles. And I went, yeah, fuck. I, I just assumed that it's all magic. 
You're a magician. Yeah. You're a you're a shit magician. And you do right. That's the thing. So it it is a big thing like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. And like, I don't think I don't think this movie gives off stuff like that too much. Like it's like I said, a couple of the characters do. Like especially um, like the Metropolitan guy when uh, he's at the bar with Parker Posey, and they're just kind of like like pretending to be people and they're like mm. oh that's the guy that's everyone's friend who will sleep in a girl's bed all night and nothing will happen and then kind of like doing that and you're yeah. like that's that's kind of like what you i think expect these guys to be like a little bit more but uh, a couple of them aren't like but they're Otis, but see they're self-aware and it's like self-aware because you know noah was hanging out at these bars and with yep. these people and writing his note <laughs> going to get them and then he made a movie about it yeah and, and he included that part too about writing notes as things are happening. Because he's that guy, and he's like, "I'm writing about my the, my experience, my mm-hmm. people." And I just yeah. feel like I don't know. I don't feel like I'm that far off from that. But when I watch this, I'm kind of like, ah, it's not that interesting. Like it's not presented in the most interesting light. And I'm like, yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. If, if it feels very, um, to me, like just I wanted, I want more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you yeah. want more depraved depravity yes see you would be instead of a mix between metropolitan I'm, and I'm dazed and confused i want more no that's your sister yeah you can say that what if this was blended with jackass and and a and pierced eyelids a little bit more of that would have been good and you really jarred something loose there tiger mm-hmm yeah, see, maybe I think I think the problem maybe for you, I'm gonna make an assumption here, is maybe this movie is a little too clean. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You know, it's it's a little too like like sanitized for you because it's all these dudes that are living like they're always in nice clothes and not too much happen. The, like the greasiest thing that happens is the food in the guy's beer. Yeah, and I I know that's not Duncan level of grease, so no. it's not quite there. Not quite there. Um, what was I gonna say? No, I don't know. There was a, there, there's, I, I think I'm kind of like you, but maybe I, uh, or not even liked it a little bit more, but was like, a little bit more like, yeah, whatever. Um, there were some things that I, I was like, yeah, I, I get this. Like, I get some of the dialogue, and I get the sentiment about being kind of lost after uh university i was like i get those things but then yeah i do think that the execution of some of those things isn't quite there but it's like ah, it's his first movie and uh he doesn't have things as polished as much i think that's why it's not quite there right and yeah when you compare this to like you know pt anderson's heart eight or something like that it's like i don't know oh yes and you can, i mean i don't know i think people are hard on heart eight because I think that yeah. is like really good for like a first film, and you watch Kicking and Screaming, and it's like yeah, it's like all the pieces are there, and I mean, but it's just it's like I don't know what's this about. Yeah, <laughs> he gets better. Yep. He gets he gets he gets way better. I love Greenberg. See, I I'm not a Greenbergman. Green, Green, Green Greenberg, I think In, he, Ingmar Greenbergman. He, he he's he's got it figured out by then, you know. Yeah, yeah. but I like, Fran- no, I like Francis Haas good. While we're young, yeah, he makes yeah. much better films. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, but I, I, like I, I, I see the I see the framework that he's working yeah. with, and it's like, yeah, he'll he'll get better. Yeah, I uh, I like what he's trying to do. He just doesn't quite know how to do it yet. If that makes sense. Yeah, you know what I mean, Jer. <laughs> I hear ya. I hear ya. 
know what I mean? I just noticed I'm I'm adding I'm updating my list of where this goes, and a, a poster change has happened in a Criterion film. And the movie we watched was uh, closely watched trains, right? Yep. The movie poster now is closely observed trains. Oh. <laughs> and I don't know why I find that really funny, but it's kind of funny. Mm. It's kind of stupid. This could be a Berenstain Bears type deal. No, there's no way it was closely observed trains. <laughs> Maybe it was all along. There's no way. Uh, there, there, RJ, there's only one E in Febreze. I mean, that might be or in, in the breeze of Febreze. The Brez? Yeah, exactly. Briz? Yeah, I don't... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, kicking in... I don't know. There's some stuff I like. I like the Cookie Man thing. I like some of the dialogue, but uh, <laughs> these guys are pretty annoying a lot of the time. Do you know what I mean? But not even, and it's not even fun, like overtly fun, annoying. Fun, funnily annoying like, or anything. I don't know. Yeah, you're kind of just like you're here. All right. Uh, yeah, I could. I would never ever want to be in a theater uh, filled with fans of this movie. Oh my god! Could you imagine? Could you imagine how many samurai swords would be there? <laughs> well, they'd be no. They in fedoras? No, that, that's not a safe environment. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. How many? How many people at the kicking and screaming uh, theater do you think would have um, like a trench coat with like a, a button-up shirt? But under that button-up shirt would be a Jared Leto Joker T-shirt. None. It's a damaged on it. None. No, no overlap. No. What about at bedtime? Like as a pajama. The, shirt? The, the, uh, there'd be Argento shirts. Argento shirts. Yeah. Uh, and you think these guys would go around a lot and critique uh, Italian politics in the seventies? <laughs> yeah, they will. They, they would inform you about. about yeah. uh, Polizzi. <laughs> That's one one thing I find. Uh, <laughs> one of the reasons I find these guys annoying is because it's like I said earlier. It's like someone who's done like a year of university and is like, I took this class. I know what I'm talking about. It's like nobody knows anything about what they're talking about ever. And they're like, yeah, Kafka, Aristotle. And it's like, it's like you even heck, dudes you with undergrads what, in that. Oh, don't RJ, really know though, you know what? About. People, people, you wish you had people who like were interested in things, though. And and that's the thing. We're like, this is the this is the double edged sword is like. Intellectual curiosity is mm-hmm. a rarity now, and that this is like a dying breed. Like this, this like you're going to get like a little a blip and blop of this here and there, but I think the frequency of it is going to be much lower. And I, I think there's a people are going to be going in. They're not going to they're not going to care or know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. And I don't even I don't even know what the yeah. the dark future is, uh, that is academia is. It's a dead end, and I think I, I think culturally no one really has clicked in on that yet <laughs> or something. I don't know. There's, there's something. Uh, well, that's what I mean. The, 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 the floor is about to come up from under it. If it hasn't yeah. already. And people are just like in a cartoon walking like Wile E. Coyote across the cliff. Yeah. yeah. One. Well, and that's what I mean. Like, cause even, uh, even with these guys, there's something that feels um, like the academic stuff they're talking about. It's like it's very superficial. Yes, like yeah. you know a little bit about a lot. So I but always you don't know wonder. A lot about a so little. see the thing is though, I think that is intentional because a lot of the time when you're making these movies, you're also trying to be a little generalist on it and mm-hmm. kind of enough of a name check that people go. <laughs> 
I, I think that, like, you know, when Woody Allen talks about Marshall McLuhan and Annie Hall, it's like, what, 1977? Um, I'm not sure how much of a deep cut that was then. I don't think it was. Now it's kind of like a quaint thing where I kind of knew who Marshall McLuhan was in high school, maybe. But now, pool. <laughs> good luck. Now you know even more, good, right? Good luck, folks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All in the garbage. It's all in the garbage now. So, I don't know. Hey, you want to hear from people who hate this movie? Yeah, sure. So, uh, half a star from Rain Production. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you feel? How do you feel about that name? Well, you should mention it's Rain, like uh, Rain of uh, Rain of Fire. Terror. Rain of Fire with Christian I think Because that Rain of Fire, I think, is spelled this way. But, yeah, Rain it of is. Terror. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, half a star. I just read their bio. Uh-oh, half a star. <laughs> Men are literally pretentious and insufferable, but believe they're interesting. Also, this was listed as a comedy, but the only part of this movie that was funny was the first 20 minutes when they're at the grad party. Um, I mean, I probably disagree. I think the, yeah, I, I'd say that that part made me go, oh, I'm not a big fan of this. And I will, I mean, I will mm-hmm. say, I mean, I've, I've probably sounded very negative on this movie, but I, there are like bits toward the end, like the stuff with Grover and I think Jane, I think is actually pretty decent. It's yeah, pretty, there's, it's, it's, it's gonna, gonna, it's there gonna, is yeah. decent stuff. Yeah, like, just... when he starts warming up and becoming a real person, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, it, it, it's very subtle, and I think, like, oh, yeah, they actually do have, like, uh, good chemistry together. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and there there's good stuff there, it's just, it's not, it's not, it's like I said, not as polished as it needs to be. Yeah. Do you think Noah Baumbach's going to be listening to this episode on YouTube? 100%, 100%. And he'll be like, fucking idiots. <laughs> Yeah, and he'll uh, he'll uh, flip the brim up on his fedora, and uh, he'll no. just uh, roller skate. No, up. he'll he'll adjust his his uh, his well fit uh, tailored pants with his belt with his mm-hmm. very, his like waist that just slips effortlessly in, mm-hmm. into those pants and, go, ah, and adjust and then move on. Fl- yeah, fl- move on to the to a crypto. Uh, recommendations to a, a tanking crypto ship still tanking baby but hey oh, buy, buy, buy on the low that's not financial advice that's just, oh. that's just a quote from somebody i'm sure from somebody tell me about rain production favorite films include spice world scream brats and Ooh. dazed and confused mm. and uh their bio says literally have a degree that says my opinions cannot be challenged so I feel like they. I feel like this person should have liked this movie. It was the mirror being held up. Ah, uh, I see. Tafik Olalam, half a star. White people without jobs saying pretentious gibberish with unlimited supply of cigarettes and booze. Mm. I knew Noah Baumbach was bad, but this bad. I hate you, Sahil. <laughs> I mean, I, I forgot to mention the cigarettes. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Uh, I'm surprised that uh, this uh, I knew Noah Baumbach was bad thing, because I don't think that's something people say a lot. Yeah, it's like Wes Anderson, though. People say he's bad, too. Tarantino's bad. Christopher Nolan's bad. They're all bad. Yeah. You know what's bad? This guy. Five stars. Fight Club. Mm. You know what that means, Jarrett? You know what it means when they five-star Fight Club? Uh, That they like David Fincher's movie. You know what that means? They half a star Shawshank Redemption, which is uh, bold. Yeah, 
bold, strange, what, and troubling. What, what are the other against Andrew, Andy? Andy Dufresne. He was just trying to get out, man. This other person's five star films. It's all. It's everything you'd expect. That's popular to five star now, which I know I'm sure are five star films. But you know, Come and See, and uh, How Sue, mm-hmm. and uh, Ran. Remember Ran, Jared? <laughs> Ran. Remember Ran. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know. Stuff like that. Um, Victoria Monroy, half a star. Please, Gilmore Girls has more realistic dialogue than this. I mean, so here's the thing. Yes, here's the thing about the dialogue. There's some quippy dialogue, but like, even these dudes, I feel like a lot of these dudes don't talk like that because that's just not quite how people talk. It just doesn't seem natural. But you know what dialogue does seem natural? Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls is there, Jared. When are you going to... That's what you should watch for the next... Like, the bonus patreon episode i'm it's waiting i'm waiting for the grim gore girls it's, from a like rue morgue magazine it's all there dude it's all there yeah it's in the real show hey this person half a starred the brats movie which is contrary to that other person <sighs> twisting it twisting it yeah one yeah. more half a star from james this was simply unbearable and corny the film feels like it's made by the trust fund art students that are the characters, but they are that soulless, bland type that think they are quirky and brooding and different. But it's not a flaw because they are intelligent and have wisdom above all else, but really they are just apathetic and self-centered. The ending and the flashbacks of the relationship that kind of ends at the start of the film that we follow throughout is actually all right through, though, sorry, though because it is the first section really taken by anyone that shows what they feel about something or about their position in the world. Otherwise, it's pretentious bitching and other dumb characters being dumb. How dumb are they? Dumb. Only two half star reviews, this and Antichrist, Ooh. and only two five star review uh, ratings. My dinner with Andre and can't get you out of my head. Ooh. The Adam Curtis, which I know you're a fan of. Jeez Louise. Yeah, and those are the only ratings, my man. They don't have a lot of ratings. Huh. Not a lot of ratings. Son of a bitch. But they just watched Julian Donkey Boy and gave it four stars. Huh. So. Yeah. So there you go. Well, any final thoughts on kicking and screaming? I think this movie is okay. It's there. Yeah, it's there. I think it's definitely okay. For the people who like it, they'll like it. <laughs> and yeah. uh, for, for for me, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm not, not crazy about it. Said so not quite. Not quite. There you go. After the break, um, <laughs> we're gonna wear our pajama tops. As what? I don't know. As what? As shirts? Or 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 actually, we're gonna wear them and go to bed. Because we're on time tonight, and we can actually get to bed at a decent hour. That's right. Oh my god.
piece of literature do you name drop into casual conversation with friends and family i always frequently talk about under the black hat which is a cookbook written by jr jim ross uh it is available good old good old jim ross good old jim ross uh it's available on his website uh under the black hat it changed the way i cook food jared do you think Jim Ross shaves his balls. Uh, I wouldn't know. Maybe next week I would know if he would. Yeah. This would be an ideal time to talk about it, but uh, sad. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, I tell everyone I've read Gravity's Rainbow, which uh, is 100% not true because nobody's read that book. Well, maybe someone out there can write in and tell us how they've read it. No, nobody's read that book. It's impossible. We've got a Facebook page. We're on uh-huh. Instagram. We're uh-huh. on Letterboxd. I'm Jared uh-huh. Duncan. He's Barnup. But we don't watch movies anymore. Nope. So, so it fun. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, we got a Patreon, but no, but we're not even giving exclusive material this week. So you're really getting hosed this time. I mean, there's like 18 exclusive episodes on there, so yeah. people will and I listen know, to the Star Trek. I already know no one's listening to them. So listen to the Star Treks. No, don't. Don't. So I can don't, watch don't, more. Don't encourage it. Don't encourage him. Um, and we're on YouTube. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, They're not here. No. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, blah, 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 blah. Next week, RJ, we're finishing um, up June. Excuse me? And spy number 350. Can you believe that? What is that? Because we, we blast through for months now, it seems. It was raw months. Uh, we got Seduced and Abandoned by Pietro Gentleman from 1964. Sounds like a Romer pick. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It does highly. Maybe it's just a clever name, but okay. let's sounds get like a, there was a trend let's at, get a, at the moment. Let's get a live reaction to this. Uh, runtime RJ. No, come on. 118 minutes. It's under two. It should be better, but And uh, and it's uh, from the director, RJ, of Divorce, Italian style. There's going to be so much much cucking in the next movie. (sighs) Ebert himself is going to be there. It's going to be all over it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He loves it. I like the uh, the banner on this from Letterboxd. It's pretty good. Is it Italian? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Is it a bunch of Italian dudes throwing cats at naked ladies? Uh, not quite. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not ultimately Italian, then. Not mm-hmm. quite, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, not quite. Well, we did it. We did it. Now, now, now we peace out. 
I mean, this is going to be our most listened to episode ever. I guarantee it. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yes. And then until Oliver hurts some people. Well, he's... I mean, I wouldn't go shopping. Loose cannon. This week. I, I wouldn't go shopping this week. I'll tell you that much. Loose cannon. Good night. Woo!